0: Welcome to an all new episode of Much to Do About Nothing. I have been waiting for this episode uh, to talk WandaVision with Joel, to talk Nick's with Joel, um, pretty much everything else. Uh, so before we get started, what's going on, Joel? What's going
1: on, Juan? It's been a good week. It's been,
0: it's been a great week. I actually had something to make this episode even better for you. So, right now, obviously, the Knicks are sitting at 15 and 16, right? Yes. Our next our, our next games this week are Golden State, Sacramento, Indiana, and Detroit, right? All winnable games.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, what will bring a smile to your face is the Dallas Mavericks are 13 and 15, and their next games are Memphis, Boston, Philly, and Brooklyn.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All nice. very losable games. <laughs> yeah. Very losable yeah. games. <laughs> very, very, very losable games. Um, so I thought we'd start off on a, on a light note to, uh, you know, put a smile on your face. And there's nothing that excites Joel more than everyone that thought we would lose the Przingas trade that is watching the Dallas Mavericks. And only its second year of him being there um, sure. looked very bad.
1: <laughs> yeah it's been shocking
0: uh, yeah yeah i i tell you what as much as i am enjoying this i didn't expect it i welcome it but i did not expect it so um but yeah let's start off with our next very 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 close game against the timberwolves i don't know i mean a game like that really makes you think that um as well as julius randall plays a, a trade is not only necessary, but, um, we're almost to that position to where it's, we're desperate of it. And what I mean by that is you look at Rose struggle quickly. I believe fouled out Nerland's, I believe fouled out. Um, <laughs> RJ, everyone, I just want to remind everyone that keeps saying RJ is struggling this year. I mean, he's only averaging 15 plus per game. Um, I, I I don't know what else people want from RJ. It's like they want RJ to get 30 a night. That's just within that system that's not who he is. I mean, hell, he barely gets to play fourth quarters. Um, I think the biggest uh, help for him is that quickly was was struggling and it got fouled out. Um, without that, it's a good chance he doesn't finish that game. So um, but when I what I mean by a trade is 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 really necessary is uh, Joel, you read the Ian e. Begley um article saying the more realistic trade um you know uh, desires for the next of like the Terry rogiers the buddy healed um you know the the more realistic ones right that won't cost us the whole kit and caboodle
2: right i
0: I look at it and i'm like would buddy healed have helped in that fourth quarter knocking down shots a hundred percent because buddy heal is that kind of shooter that you can't really double Julius Randle because Buddy could be a knockdown shooter, right? So mm-hmm. you look at that, and then you look at the idea of like, let's say realistically, we trade away Knox, Nilakina, you know, realistic draft pick, obviously not our, our our first, Uh, you know, Austin Rivers, maybe Reggie Bullock or, or Alec Burks, um, and we can bring in um, Taylor Rose and Buddy Hield. I don't really – I mean, obviously, you know, people are going to tell me I'm crazy. I don't really fear much in the Eastern Conference if we can just lock down those two guys, mainly because I think our biggest flaw is I get so frustrated watching Alfred Payton because he can't shoot, so it's like no one really guards him. So, like, they key in on, like, let's say Julius Randle really hot, right? You'll have the point guard and the power forward kind of kind of box in Julius Randle because no one's really like, uh-oh, Peyton is wide open. He's going to make that shot, you know? So to have someone like Terry Rozier that will make the defense stay honest will only help Julius Randle. Um, and then, like I said, having Buddy Heald knock down those shots in the corner could only help us out more. Um, so I'll pose this to you. Your thoughts on the, the game against the Timberwolves, and your thoughts on what Ian Begley was saying are the more realistic trade, um, you know, uh, trades that the Knicks can make this year.
1: I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'll keep an ear out because like, I don't, whatever we can afford, you know, when they don't break the bank to get, depending on what they want, of course, I'll be open to anything at this point. Um, but honestly, the, you know, the team was looking fine until like a couple of games ago, you know, when the bench went cold. Uh, once the, one bench went cold, it, it was just hard to keep up, uh, and it, was, we, it caused us to struggle, especially against um, Orlando, where we just couldn't stop Ross, and then like the whole team went cold. Um, it was bad. It was a bad game. That was very hard to watch. And obviously, when you know Rose and quickly are cold, uh, it, the team struggles because that's where we're that's when we were excelling when we were on our little roll there, because uh, you know they were just giving us a nice offensive boost but unfortunately when they're not doing that um the starters don't do it aside from Julius <laughs> and then yeah. uh, especially RJ RJ actually did play pretty well against Minnesota but right uh, but yeah it, it still came down to at the end of the day we, we let them come back now we still kept them under 100 points but the fact that you know we couldn't score like, we barely scored over 100 points is you know very just annoying <laughs> it's like why is it so hard for us to score 100 points why did we only shoot six threes compared to their 16 you know what i mean like why, why is it so hard for us to make shots it's um it's kind of frustrating but it is what it is that's our biggest weakness our offense is not great because we don't have the best shooters we just know even the guys that are, are good shooters are you sure. know people get cold it's just it is, what it is like burks and quickly especially our two best shooters probably in if they're not making shots, it's going to be a long night. Uh, even Bullock, you know, that's a guy that we, we expect to make shots. Right.
0: Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm completely with you. And, and I think people need to remember, Quickly's probably going to have more games like this than he won't, mainly because he's so young. Like, he, this is a learning curve. Like, we have to remember, Obi uh, and, and Quickly didn't have the luxury of, you know, a legit NBA offseason um so you know a lot of the the stuff they would have kind of knocked out in preseason or in summer league they didn't get those opportunities too so you're gonna see a bit of, of struggling from quickly um Ooh. I just would have preferred if the struggling was early and then the hot streak was <laughs> was oh, yeah. heading into the uh the all-star break but you know you, you never know how these things work man I mean he could struggle yeah. now and then. Coming out of All Star break, he's on fire to end the season. So he's, all, he's um, had two bad games, you know. So right, right. But I'm just saying, it's very possible that that could continue because he's so young. So I'm saying I'm not putting the heap of pressure on him. Like, no, right. you got to come out and get me 30 off. The-. Like, no, he's he's super young. He's he's gonna struggle a bit. Um, but one thing I did take from this game was, I don't know what the coaches are telling RJ, but. I would definitely tell him, I don't want you shooting as much. I want you taking it to the, to the, um to the rim. Mm-hmm. Um, I need you and Julius Randle to do that more than, than you shoot. That's where a lot of their success comes from because they can finish around the rim. RJ, you know, has had a lot of rollouts, but you know, I always say you can't necessarily control that. Some people say it's more of a finesse touch. Uh, uh,
1: yeah. It's, it's tricky.
0: Yeah, so, you know, I'll never hold him to that. But we said this year one, Joel, we watch all of the summer league. We watch all of the preseason. RJ thrived at driving the ball more than he did shooting. Um, so to me, it's just like get on the line. If you can hit free throws, get on the line. We don't, need, we don't need to be Golden State 3.0 and try to get like 93s up in a game.
1: And we
2: don't, you
0: know, just attack the rim more. And, and I, I even want guys like Alec Burks to attack around the rim a little bit more. You know, we, we can't keep settling for shots that aren't falling. Um, and that's where I was shocked in Derek Rose struggling. Cause I'm like, That's his whole game. And even just like, they just just, have it.
1: They're just popping out of the rim. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, Jesus.
0: And like I said, you can't necessarily control those. Uh, But I will say, RJ is due a dunk on somebody.
2: And oh, when yeah, he gets sure.
0: it, it will be glorious. <laughs> like you uh-huh. you ever when, when you see him attack the rim, you're just like, oh, he's so close. Like, <laughs> like he is so close to getting that yeah. dunk on somebody. What I need
1: from RJ is he he has to understand that Nerlands isn't the strongest rebounder. Uh and if with him like literally like block hunting, there's opening in the in the paint to go get them boards. Go get them boards because they're they're there. Trust me. We rebound at least uh, maybe in the middle of the pack team in terms of rebounding. We at least match the the team, the other team in rebounding. I want to out-rebound these teams. That's how we get more possessions. That's how we can get in more shots because we don't make enough of them. So we need more of them you know we need more attempts yeah so the best way to do it is the uh you know our offensive rebounding so we really definitely get some help there and like there's an opening there for rebounding and i see him do it sometimes and sometimes not so go get them boards boy
0: those are the easiest buckets he can get easiest buckets he can get is from uh from rebounding and either putting back up or or fast breaking um, but I was talking to my dad about this because you know he he likes to welcome talent, but unrealistically. So um, obviously, hearing that um, Houston is is at some point gonna part ways with Demarcus Cousins, they've come out and said that's not true. Insiders have come out and said that's bullshit. So we'll see how 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 the uh, the dice roll on that one. But he was saying how the Knicks should go after Demarcus Cousins, and I said. Yeah. If we didn't just get Taj Gibson, <laughs> I would agree with you. I would say that's perfect, but obviously, clearly if DeMarcus cousins is released, he's looking for a Lakers Clippers, you know, Brooklyn or teams like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it just, you know, it would have been more realistic. Um, if we didn't have Taj Gibson, I would say the Knicks would at least try to go get him. Uh, nine points per game. I think almost 10 rebounds per game. Um I I would appreciate that more because with Mitch being out, Taj is an you know is an offensive minded. So Demarcus Cousins can knock down the three, uh, and he can still play a little bit of bully ball down in the paint. So I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, uh, not
1: weight. You know, Taj and Narland are really thin.
0: <laughs> right, right, ex- exactly, exactly. So to me, I wouldn't mind it at all. And he's proven that he's not you know he's not the same hothead um He's definitely tamed down since his time in, in Sacramento. So I would have loved it. It would have been perfect for this team, but it's just not realistic having Taj Gibson and the Knicks aren't going to release somebody to get DeMarcus Cousins because the assets they have, they're trying yeah. to put into full right now. Right, exactly. So, and I don't like the idea of bringing in another big when Obi already doesn't get enough. <laughs> it says,
1: right. I mean, yeah, give Obi some center minutes. I don't see, right. why, I don't see why they refuse to do that.
0: <laughs> like, I don't understand. I mean, now, granted, and to me, I, I look at it and I'm like, that Orlando game would have been perfect, albeit you don't necessarily want Obi versus um, Mo uh, Well, or, or, or yes, or or even him. Um, I was thinking more to often. That's why I said Mobamba. But um, yeah, you know, it's it's the NBA is pretty big at that five position, and Obi's not there yet. Um, but you know, we look at Obi the same way, and I know you're gonna get a little little triggered here, but we look at Obi the same way we looked at uh, Chris Stops, where it's like you can play the five, we expect you to play it. You know, don't be this. Oh, I'm a finesse guy, so I have to play the foot. No, you're you're too goddamn big to be talking. You want to just play the four. Um, so, you know, okay. it's something we're going to have to work him into. But, yeah, to me, if Amari played some five, why can't Obi Toppin play some we
2: five? We played a lot of
0: five. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, why can't Obi Toppin play five? That just doesn't add up, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like where this Knicks team is at. I like this road trip we got coming. Um, we we got some revenge on both sides of this. this uh, not road trip, I'm sorry. We got some um, revenge on 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 both sides of this homestand that we have. Golden State's looking to get back that win. Uh, mm-hmm. We're looking to get back at Sacramento. Oh yeah. Um, that was a, that was ours, and we just flat out laid laid an egg in that game. Yeah,
1: couldn't make a shot for life. Couldn't make
0: was. a shot to save our lives, but we were still in it. We still but in it life. happens. it happens too often but it happens for sure and tomorrow's huge for us it's uh you know we're back home but we got fans um so that's gonna be good We'll, we'll have some fans there is it just me or does the knicks arena not look like it's in madison square garden does it just look weird to you the setup of it
1: just empty.
0: Hmm. No, no, not not it being empty. Like the setup of it just looks drastically different than what we're used to Madison Square Garden looking like. Like uh where you see like um where the uh the announcers table is and everything. Like we're used to like seeing like rows of seats and stuff behind there. Now it kind of just looks like they've reformatted it to where it's like that's doesn't look like Madison Square Garden. I don't know. I'm really interested to see how the aspect of these fans look. Um, you know, in our game tomorrow, we're we're gonna need them, man. We're gonna need these fans to will us through this this Golden State win. We need this. yeah. We need five hundred.
1: Home court should feel like home court.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, anything else you want to add about the Knicks?
1: No, two very um, one win, one loss. One that one win didn't feel like a fucking win, but you know it is what it is. Um. Uh, yeah no choice (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is Um, so yeah it wasn't the most hyped week of basketball because of that but uh, at least we came out you know one on one of those two games though we should have come out too well against those two fucking terrible teams
0: (laughs) I I would definitely say that both wins should have been convincing Um, yeah
1: Minnesota was convincing to the last quarter what the fuck was that
0: I have no idea I'm I blink for a second. I'm like, wait, is this is this 2019 Knicks or is this <laughs> like what what Knicks am I looking at?
1: Luckily, uh, we made a throws, or else we fuck completely lost.
0: Yeah, I, I I even say the Knicks every time I watch the Knicks, and I don't watch all teams, so I can't speak for all teams. But I swear, every time I watch the Knicks, someone I've never heard of just gets hot, and I'm like,
1: all the time.
0: Where where's your scouting reports? Like, like it, who it, is it, that? <laughs> right. It, it can't be lost on you that this guy can play the game of basketball. <laughs> like, I swear the Knicks go into games like Carl Anthony Towns. That's it. It's like, no, there's yeah. other people that can play basketball on that team. Guard them, you know, and, and we yeah. saw that in the Orlando game. It's like, you well, know, well, Ross can play basketball, right? Like, he's pretty good at it.
1: That boy was just him? chucking and it was just going no matter what.
2: It was <laughs> I'm like, well, come on, bro.
0: Terrence Ross, what I always loved about Terrence Ross was he and Zach Levine are so alike. They are the tough shot makers. And it's not even like they have to take tough shots. It's just they they thrive in taking those tough shots and making them. Um, so, you know, you'll, you'll look at Terrence Ross and you're like, oh, he's by the logo. It's, you know, it's 0.3 seconds left. You know, no way he's making that shot. And, and he nails it, you know, and it's it's a backbreaker. So yeah. you got to play up on them, you know, don't, don't let them get anything. Um, but, you know, lesson learned, lesson learned, you know, we, we beat Orlando the first time when they had Aaron Gordon and everybody. Um, and then magically they lost more people. And we were just like, I don't, I don't know how to beat this team. And it's like, yeah.
1: well, we can't beat anybody. We can't make shots. And that's really what it came down to.
0: Exactly. But um, I don't have anything else. NBA wise. Uh, Celtics are really looking bad. Like, really 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 bad they might have to at some point make a decision on one of those two guys there between (laughs) Tatum and and Jalen Brown I I don't think you're gonna get too far if you keep just relying on just those two
2: yeah
1: executive decision needs to be made
0: for sure like I tell you right now if Boston can and I'm not saying I want it Joel I'm just speaking from taking a Knicks hat off a basketball fan um Boston should be like one of the main people like Washington what do you need like Jalen table yes. you know Jalen Brown's on the table um, and you know we have draft picks what, what do you want to, to to give me Bradley Beal I don't know how Bradley Beal would really resonate with Jason Tatum because um, I already saw enough in that Pelicans game to where I'm just like Jalen Brown's taking a lot of Jason Tatum shots right now <laughs> like and he's not making them like, I'd I'd imagine Tatum is not liking that whatsoever. Um, but, yeah, they should definitely be one of, if not the main team, looking to throw the entire book at Washington for Bradley Beal.
1: It's insane right now, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we're right now in – we're, we're seventh, I think, and then the play-in. Yeah. Boston's, like, right above at 500, so – uh, and in Toronto too, snuck into the playoffs after they they, they changed their lineup. They went small.
0: The yep. Um, they yeah, started Fred Van Vliet out. now, I believe, right? Huh? I said I think they started Fred Van Vliet now. At at the they always start. They always start Van Vliet. They oh, start him off the bench.
1: No, that was like two years
0: ago. He was coming. Uh, <laughs> well, that, that goes to how much you know. I don't watch Toronto. <laughs> yeah, I had so no he's idea. <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, it's been Lowry, Bambly, uh Odeno- Adanubi, Siakam, and Baines for like all most of this year. And they just switched it up and they went small. Now Siakam is starting at center, uh, Adanubi at power forward, and then they move they move Norman Powell to the starting lineup, and it's worked.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, congrats to them. Uh, they got a really good head coach over there because I tell you what, this team looked like they were going to be lottery pick. Um. I, I I'm pretty sure someone in that organization is just like, hey, I still want that lottery. <laughs> like <laughs> I like, don't don't be too good. We need a world after Kyle Lowry's retired. Like let's let's, you know, let's tank a little bit, but um they, they showing that they got a lot of fight, man, you know. Can't deny that.
1: Since the same with Charlotte, they've been pretty decent in the last yep. couple games. <laughs> Um, pretty good. Um, Chicago's shown some life. Miami's been surprisingly disappointing, even though they've played well the last couple games. Um,
0: but then I expected more from them. Um, someone said this and it's proven to be true. Someone said the league is finding out like the league always catches up. So like you bring Jeremy Lennon, right? The league has no scouting on him. So it's going to take about a year for everyone to get proper scouting on him to, to be able to stop him. Right. And we haven't seen him play as well as he did in that stretch since. Right. So a lot of people are saying Duncan Robinson is Miami's Jeremy Lynn to where it's like, you caught us all off guard before, uh, you know, last year, especially in that bubble. Um, yeah. But now we, we kind of got a lock on you and he's not, he's not really thriving as well as he did. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think it's necessarily him. I think it's, that's how pro that's how, professional sports work to where it's like Mm -hmm. i kind of understand your game now i'm gonna box you and i'm gonna make you go to the rim uh so you're not getting those those shots off and he's just not thriving in it you know so he's gonna have to go back go back in figure it out and and you know help his team in in other ways
1: he's just not as efficient as he was last year you know that's it. He's not. He's just not making the same amount of shots at the same clip. Like well last year, he was making like forty five percent from three. Now he's under forty. You know what I mean? So it's like that's a big difference. <laughs> yeah,
0: big difference. Yeah. If I'm Miami, I'm not looking at him as as untouchable as I was last year.
1: Right. I mean, like, yeah, exactly. Even, even if he's only averaging maybe a point in difference, <laughs>
0: right. He, <laughs> right? He's not. He's not untouchable anymore. Like Tyler Hero's playing playing really good. And that's the guy that I thought would would maybe, you know, kind of be shaking a little bit a- after after last year. Um, he's, he's playing pretty good. I mean, that team's not bad. It's just the, e- the Eastern Conference this year is starting to revert back to what it used to be, to where it's kind of like one or two top teams and then the rest is just open for anybody. Um, it, it's starting to kind of form into that when, when you look at these records. So I don't know if these records are more of an indictment on you know not having Ugh. a proper offseason, or yeah. you know if it's just you know the shortage of talent from the west to the east. But even the Western Conference is not um not necessarily eight deep of like eight really great teams. The records are not that far off from what the East are from four. Right,
2: exactly. so,
0: eight three. I
1: mean they're above five hundred, but only by like a game or two. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
0: like,
1: you know what I mean. Like at Golden State, I think it's eighth, and they're sixteen and fifteen, and that's basically what fifth in the East.
0: <laughs> exactly. So I think this is more to people kind of adjusting to not having a proper offseason, and you know, there'll be some bugs there. There'll definitely be some bugs there. But um, yeah. all right. Anything else? Uh, we know that the captains are, I, I believe, what LeBron and Durant. Hmm. Um. We and I don't think
1: there's gonna be team LeBron or team during like it was the last couple years i think it's gonna be straight up east west which makes me smile because that's how i like it
0: (laughs) yeah i mean that's that's what it should have always been i mean you know i i I think i think they had to switch it up when there was a discrepancy in talent between the west and the east where it seemed like everyone was west there was like three people in the east um i mean i don't know
1: they might revert back next year i'm just saying i think just for this year it's just gonna be east East West.
0: Well, I'm saying now that you have now that it's more balanced, East and West wise. Just go back to East and West. Like it's more balanced now. You don't have all in in one spot. Like, you should also
1: have a big man position to vote for because not everyone's a fucking forward.
0: I don't disagree on that. I don't disagree on that at all. You know how you know I, I'm right with you. I, I'm right with you. We have a big man that we I, look yeah. At, I can it
1: every for. year about this bullshit and yeah. every year continue to not change it
0: (laughs) no and that's mainly because um you know for a long time I believe the NBA was okay with the idea of just having stretch fours that were playing five you know and then like you know obviously you get your Rudy Gobert's your Joel Embiid's your your Mitchell Robinson's and your your Bams and it's like well you can't deny those guys you know like you you gotta count them. You know they're they're right. not forwards. They're, they're
1: centers. That's the problem. It's just that center was so limited to, for a long time, where there was not a lot of good centers, and so it was right. always the same two fucking people shit. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. what what's just – All right, so. Let's just say front court guys. I'm like, well, there's there there's like three different positions there. Even if you have a you have basically a, a small forward and a power forward, which is basically just a wing and a big wing. Because that's how it is now back in the day it was different back in the day you have small forward power forward they were just smaller centers <laughs> you know what i mean right they didn't shoot anymore they just they're there to rebound and like score in the paint whatever there was not a lot of shooting there um now it's opposite now it's like bigger wings so basically you have a guard who handles the ball a ball handler which could be one to two people but most of the time it's just you have one ball handler three wings and a big that's that's every team you know even if Houston denied it for a, you know a whole year last year uh, it's still it's still not you know that's how it is that's how the league works. There's always a big man and there's three wings and a ball handler that's just how it is.
0: I will for sure say this for anyone listening out there, Joel took that very personally when Houston did that <laughs> like- oh I sure fucking did. <laughs> Like, Joel took that as the highest form of disrespect that Houston said, a five? We don't need that. We don't need no stinking five. We'll put anybody at that position. Joel was just like, oh, really? Okay. All right. Oh, yeah.
1: I was hoping for them to out every game with that ball. <laughs> I love no, it. I can't imagine
0: why. We can't <laughs> stop anybody. Be- I can't imagine why. Maybe because you have, you have P.J. Tucker on Jokic. Maybe that's, maybe that's why it's not, it's not going your yeah. way. Maybe
1: that's not working. You, know? you can't <laughs> actually defend everyone like you think you can.
0: Right. Goodness gracious. Glad we're out of that. But, all right, anyway, let's, let's move on. Uh, not really much to talk football. Um, I don't really think there's really anything out there. Uh, I like the idea of J.J. Watt being interested in Cleveland. Um, I like that a lot. Teaming him with uh, Miles Garrett, I love that. Especially if JJ still has something in the tank. Um, I was telling my all right, Joel, because you're more you're more understanding of this, right? So I'm I'm talking to my dad, and he's saying um, he would love for JJ Watt to go to the Giants, and I said, well, he wants to go to a bona fide contender. You know, he doesn't want to grow with a team. He wants to go to a team that's. Already prime, and he kept trying to say to me, in the NFL, there's no guarantee of teams. And I'm like, that's not really true. There's no guarantee the team will win a championship, but you don't look at the Packers and go, Aaron Rodgers is coming back, they'll definitely miss the playoffs. Like, no, you could put together at least five teams that you're like, all right, you know, they're gonna make the playoffs. Whether they go all the way, who knows? But I'm like, could the Giants make the playoffs uh, next? (laughs) Absolutely. Do we think the Giants have the roster to win a NFL championship next year? No. I mean, I've seen I've seen weirder come from the Giants. Um, <laughs> I've seen lesser teams you guys have had go all the way. So I'm like, it's possible, but JJ Watt's not a gambling man. He's not like, "Um, yeah, I'm the one piece to make the Giants go to the soup." No. So I'm like, it's just it's not realistic, man. Like you got too many other things you got to kind of get sorted out before JJ Watt even looks your direction and I'm like that's not a shot at the Giants he's not coming to New England either (laughs) you know like he's not going to the Jets he's not going to the you know he's not going to the Cardinals he wants to go to a short thing you know so if Aaron Rodgers comes back he'll look at the Packers um he'll look at the um the the Rams you know team up maybe with Aaron Donald so there's just more sure things that I'm sure J.J. Watt's looking at um, before he looks at teams like New England or, or, or the Giants. so you kind of see it the way that I'm saying it, or are you like him and it's like, anything's possible. He could come here.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> all oh, weird. Uh, people, they go where their friends are at, they go where the money's at. Uh, did they want to win? Sure. Does it mean he's going to win? No. So, I, I don't know. It could be anything. He can go anywhere he wants. I have no idea where he's going to end up choosing. What I like him on the Giants, of course, but it's not like it, I mean, it, it definitely fits a need, but it's not the biggest of our needs. <laughs> right?
0: Like, like I, I'd say, if you guys had wide receivers down pack, your offensive line down pack, uh, your corners down pack, and you guys had money, like money to play with, we do have money to play with.
1: But the problem no, is, like,
0: no, you know. I mean, I mean, I mean, the whole kit and caboodle. I know you have money to play with, but that money needs to go to a lot of different areas. Than just J.J. Watt, like you said, he's he's looking to get paid, and he's looking uh, to go to a winning team. And it's like, is will Giants be able to afford that and still tackle the needs that they uh, that they have? So that's why I'm just like it's 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 just a long shot as as far as your needs. You know, you have more needs than just that that spot with uh with J.J. Watt. So that's just how I looked at it. Um, But there's nothing really else NFL-wise. We'll find out more next month uh, where I believe free agency begins. uh, And then we'll really get into the whole draft mode of everything.
1: Uh, What's the biggest move that happened as well? Carson Wentz got traded to the Colts?
0: the Colts, yes. Yes, I love that for Indiana. Let me just say this. Mm -hmm. There are some teams in football and basketball that are just the luckiest franchises, and they don't even deserve it. And what I mean by <laughs> they don't deserve it is they don't know how to like I'll tell you right now, if you had given the Giants Andrew Luck, guarantee you they put a team around them, and that team's at least fighting for NFC Championship every year, right? The Colts had Peyton Manning, only got one Super Bowl from it, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter why. Doesn't matter why you only got one. Then gets Andrew Luck, can't give him an offensive line, can't give him a defense. They waste him enough to where he's just like, you know what? I don't even like this football thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then you give him Phillip Rivers. They find a way to waste that. Now you're giving them Carson Wentz. Does that sound like a franchise that should continue to get the amount of good luck that they are getting? No, but
1: that's not like they <laughs> drafted Carson Wentz.
0: No, I'm just saying the idea of like, like I, I look at it the same way I, I would look at like Phoenix, you know, getting – Having Nash, not being able to go all the way. Then getting Goran Dragic not being able to surround him with anything. Then lucking up on Devin Booker, not being able to surround him with anything till now. And it's just like, you shouldn't keep being able to get good things like that, and you're not doing anything with it. At some point, the basketball and football gods have to say, I am wasting a lot of energy on this franchise. Like, they are just not good. Um, And I look at the Colts, and I'm just like, I, I really, really, really hope that next year the Colts are, excuse me, are very competitive. They're in the playoffs. They're, they're making a play for the AFC Championship because I do like Carson Wentz. I did always think he was a bit overrated. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people thought he deserved that MVP the year he got injured over Brady. Um, you know, I do think he's a bit overrated, but do I think he was as bad as Eagle fans were making him sound? No. That team was depleted. It had nothing. And Eagle fans were like, you can't win games with nothing? No. (laughs) I don't Mm -hmm. think any quarterback can, you know? So it's like I I hope for the best for him. I hope Colts live up to making uh, this a a a great situation for him. And if you're the Eagles, you better be playing Jalen Hurts. You better not have traded Carson Wentz for you to just go draft a quarterback to replace him. Because that would just make absolutely no sense whatsoever. More. Right. No sense. Um, and what I'm hearing from, like, NFL Live and stuff like that is that they're very much looking to draft a quarterback. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Just keep – I don't know. But that's neither one of our teams. Neither one of us like uh, that team. So, yeah, I, fuck team. I team. knew Fuck that
1: team. I knew as soon as they drafted Jalen Hurts. I'm like, ah, oh, they're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think that? Because like that's a guy you bring in to possibly be a starter.
0: Oh, I got it. I you, mean man.
1: that for me, that felt like they didn't trust Wentz, right. and they didn't. <laughs>
2: like, they did not. You know
1: what I, mean? I was like, the beginning of the end. That's what that's what it seemed like to me. I'm like, oh well, that's not gonna last. And now they don't even trust Hurts. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking Eagles.
0: I like it. I like turmoil. I would like it even better if they didn't have a ring on their finger. But anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, um, yeah. it's <laughs> one of those. It was. It was really one of those. Uh, what do they call it? there's a word for that game
0: (laughs) yeah bs that that's usually what i call every time i think about it bs and and you know it's so crazy because it's like i i did think to myself nothing would hurt worse than 07 right losing to you perfect season on the line nothing would hurt worse The, the Eagles game trumps that it really does it really 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 does because you look at the fact that Brady threw for 505 yards and no one cares because they ended up losing that game. It's true. That doesn't matter me. anymore.
1: People it will always forget, no one cares about the loser.
0: Nobody, <laughs> but that's why I say, like, when, when people go, you know, Brady isn't clutching the Super Bowl, I'm like, no one cares. I get it. I understand. I'm not here to, to preach to people, but. Tom Brady threw what was supposed to be the game-winning <sighs> touchdown to Randy Moss right before that defense gave up, like, 70 yards <laughs> for the game-winning touchdown to Plaxico Burris. That has nothing to do with Brady. You guys left little time on the clock, and Eli drove it almost the length of the field to win that game. Yeah. and Brady can do, you know? Nothing he can do.
1: He's on offense, so, right? He can only do so much.
0: That's what I'm saying. And that touchdown to Moss is what put them up. And then yeah. Eli drove the length of the field, got the the helmet catch, and then the touchdown mm-hmm. to yeah. of
1: Plaxico. As I think it was like, funnier is like the the game the point prediction. I forgot what it was. Um,
0: large. It was they had Patriots scoring thirty because they scored thirty in the the matchup in the regular season.
1: I just remember Tom Brady mocking about the points they were expecting to make. They like yeah, thought he they'd score it. higher, and yeah, they ended up scoring it. much lower. Yeah. <laughs> like. You would take that score now,
0: wouldn't you, asshole? I bet you he would. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I have enough nightmares about that. Let's move on. Uh we don't <laughs> have anything else, uh, football-wise. We gotta wait for uh next month's free agency to drop for things to get yeah. really yeah, that's
1: where that shit should get crazy, you know. And there's a couple guys still in the market too, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun once shit starts to happen. We'll, we'll, we'll football, it can take forever.
0: Yeah, um, I'm keeping an eye on this. I'm hearing a lot of reports that. Marcus Mariota could be my next quarterback. Um, they haven't closed the door on Cam Newton. Um, they haven't closed the door on drafting. They haven't closed the door on Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, so there's a lot of options for New England quarterback-wise going into next year, but I don't know. Okay. Is this coming up too? Say it again?
1: Yeah, NBA free agency coming up too.
0: Oh, you mean the trade deadline or actual free agency? I mean, no, I mean trade deadline. That's what okay. I meant. I was about to say, I'm like, wait a minute, Joel. (laughs) I'm like, hold on, we can go after Kawhi right now. I'm like, oh shit, okay. Uh, (laughs) No, the trade deadline. (laughs) Um, what was I gonna say? Yes, the trade deadline's March 23rd, right? Uh,
1: I don't know off the top of my head. I know, I don't remember.
0: (laughs) We know it's like mid, uh, like mid, middle of March, I believe. Because I think it's after the All Star game. Is it after? I think forget. Yeah, I think they changed it to after. Um, but yeah, so we, we, March is going to be a great month for us, it's going to be a make or break. <laughs> It'll let us know what to expect going forward for both our and our basketball team. Um, but all right, let's move to why we are here, Joel, and that is it was Agatha all along, but we knew that. Like, who are they kidding? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. Talking? Yeah. <laughs> Like that song was for people that have that weren't familiar with comic books like that that's that's what that whole thing was
1: don't on the ground like we've known she was agatha
0: all along yeah, I mean, yeah. hell me and you could have wrote that song like once once we knew her name was Agnes, it was just like oh, Agnes. Agnes her name was Agnes,
1: and I'm like, uh, that's definitely like an acronym
0: <laughs> right exactly <laughs> <laughs> i'm li- i'm 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 watching it like. You know, me and you have been of the mindset of Agatha Harkness, Mephisto, probably since episode one, maybe a little bit uh, before that, probably when we got a clear picture on what the season would be. Right. Um, we kind of knew where they should be heading, not where they were, heading, where they we actually heading. are heading. <laughs> right. Uh, where they're heading now, right. Um, but you still got people that are like, no, no Mephisto. It's gonna be nightmare or someone else, and I'm just like, yeah, they're
1: pretty adamant. It's not the people. Like, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I'm so confused on why people don't want it to be Mephisto. I, I'll never understand that. I
1: don't know. I really don't either. Because I'm like, why not? Like it fits. Like I mean, they could do like I. I, I just don't see why not. He's the bigger name. I mean, yeah. you could go with Kathan, but like Kathan is not as big a name as Mephisto. and They they serve the same fucking purpose. So you might as well just use Mephisto.
0: Exactly. Um, and I heard someone saying they would actually prefer if Agatha was just a big bad. And I'm like, I, I don't think, like
1: that either. Because then like we would have
0: known for a long Right. But the main reason I don't like that was if you wanted to use Agatha as your main villain, you could have done that without giving me the exact storyline that places Mephisto. Like, you didn't have to give me Wanda's kids. You didn't have to give me elements of that whole storyline of Mephisto. Because Agatha, because I was asked this Saturday, does wow. Agatha exist in the comics without Wanda? Yeah, she was first yeah. introduced with the Fantastic Four as Franklin's um, nanny. Right. So, like, How long has been around? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And he was OP then. <laughs> like, yeah. He was stupid powerful then. But I'm like, you know, to me, you could have definitely changed the story to fit it to where it's, you know, it's more catered to just Agatha. So you don't have elements of us thinking like, hell, Joel, her, her rabbit's name is Senior Scratchy. Her son's right. name is Nicholas Scratch. So I'm like, you're really going over and, you know, over and in, in above to make it seem like Mephisto. And if it's not, like, everyone's like, Juwan, like, you're, you're being too dramatic, uh, you know, about being upset if it's not Mephisto. And I'm like, I only feel it's it, it's going to be Mephisto because they keep setting every crumb, you know, that, that's leading that way. Yeah. You know?
1: You know, and, and the thing is, like, Ag- Agatha has never really been a, a main villain before, you know? Yeah. That's She's, like, sometimes even been an ally. So it's, like, one of those things where, like, I don't know if I buy it. <laughs> like, was it Agatha oh, yeah I, doubt, I don't doubt it at all but was she alone
0: right she has to be oh. doing what someone else's bidding. That right. does, to me if you want to make it sound like she's been causing all this trouble not a For problem sure. but she needs to have been she needs to be serving someone
1: right you know? right right like, there's got to be something behind it like, like why well, first of all why right
0: right I mean you yeah. know what you know what I compare this to and it's obviously on, on a lesser scale <sighs> I compare it to Joel. if mm-hmm. Infinity War was telling you that the Black Order was trying to retrieve the Infinity Stones for themselves. They weren't trying to get it for Thanos. They were trying to get it for themselves. You would go, what? That doesn't even make any sense. Why? Yeah, you're like, well, yeah
2: what's, the, <laughs> why? what's the deal here? <laughs> yeah, like,
0: why, why would you not make it to where it's accurate that they're trying to retrieve it for Thanos? They're now trying, they work on their own? No, that's stupid. So to me, it's just like, you'd have to go out of your way to not make it Mephisto. And, and yeah. I, I stand tall on what I said. I'm not doing that ninth um, that ninth recap show or talking about WandaVision going forward if, if it's not Mephisto. I, I'm, <laughs> really not. I'm really not. Um, I am as strong as you are on sinners being in the all-star game <laughs> is how I feel about Mephisto. I take it as pure disrespect. Um. But um, I want I want I want you to kick this off. I want you to start with this, Joelle, because I've heard nothing but complaints about this. I want you to start with her engineer friend not being somebody.
2: Yeah, that was whack. <laughs> I <think everyone laughs> was like, oh,
1: that was whack. <laughs> why? Why keep it a secret? If, if it was just, you know. This group of fucking scientists from like like another faction in Sword that are loyal to her. I just thought that was just such a what the fuck, you know? Like, well, what's the point um, of building that up? They could have easily just said, or she could have easily just said, "I have people, people." She just said people instead of like, uh, "I got a guy." There yeah. was no guy.
0: <laughs> there was like, no guy at all. No,
2: no
1: guy I at all.
0: Her.
1: I got a guy. My guys are all right. Well. That seems off, unless those people work for that guy and they're still holding that, that secret, you know. And that'll be, you know, some other time to explain that part, which would be fine. But you know, at the moment when we found out, it was just, you know, memories of sword. And you're like, what the fuck? Seriously? Now, <laughs> that was the most. That was the most deflating moment of the of the series.
0: I will be honest with you. I held my breath a little bit. Like when they were arriving, I was just like, oh my God, is, is my body ready for this? <laughs> and then like I, I it was Major Goodner, and I was just like, Oh. That was my now, now I will say in my mind, this is purely in my mind, Joel. What I do believe the significance of Major Goodner is, is remember how um I was about to say Harthorn, uh, Harthorn I don't think that's his name, Hayward um hayward remember how he was saying astronauts went into space and never came back yeah i do believe that those group of uh of soldiers are scrolls that went up and are now teamed with fury and they work for fury because fury doesn't trust hayward um so siri is is a working (laughs) division of sword that maybe Hayward isn't even knowledgeable of. So like that's why she was saying she's loyal to Monica's mom. And obviously the other nod was was Captain Marvel, um, because they understand that they have Skrulls' best interest in heart, and Hayward would probably want to wipe them out. Um, so that's that's kind of where my mind went. And someone even said like maybe it was possible that Major Goodner was the um, the little girl uh, from Captain Marvel, the the Skrull. Just you know, so even, uh, even if
1: she is oh no one gives a
0: fuck no 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 they weren't saying it like uh it, it would it, it would make more sense that way they were just saying it to where it would kind of be like okay you know it's more of a nod rather than it literally meaning nothing you know what i'm saying like i would at least accept it if it's a nod rather than it meant literally nothing right like yeah, that's like, my disrespect
1: yeah i mean hopefully there is more to that at the end, that we find out later on, because as as of right now, it was just a big old nothing burger.
0: <laughs> that was that was very uh, deflating. So we were just like, hmm,
1: because right. you know everyone's like all <laughs> hyped
0: and shit, and like, oh my god, what could it be? It, it did make me nervous for whatever this big reveal is, where it's like. All right, you let me down once.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a really care. killed the episode. I didn't kill it because obviously the episode was still so good, but, um, but definitely like left you like, fuck, bro, what? Why? Why would you do that? And it's funny <laughs> for them. Who knows? Well, now what makes more worries me is that like did they notice that they did that. <laughs> did they set up like this mystery, but for that's
0: why. That's why I was saying, because Trayvon and and KJ during our podcast Saturday were saying how um, how messed up that was with Marvel. And I said, Marvel's probably going to tell us, like the showrunners and Feige are probably going to tell us. I didn't, I didn't like, all right, did they build it to where it seemed like it was someone more important? Yes. Did they build it to make us think it was specifically Reed Richards? No. No. And people aren't upset. Well, let me not say people. Most people aren't upset that it wasn't anybody. Most people are upset it wasn't specifically Reed Richards. So, like, I'll give you an example, Joel. If it was Blue Marvel, you would have been fine with it. Yes. There are people out there that would not have accepted that either. And that's what I'm saying. We we as fans sometimes jump to conclusions, and then when it doesn't happen our way, we're just like, you're the worst. I hate you. That sucked. And it's like, well... They didn't do anything specifically to make you think it would be Reed Richards. Now, I give you, they made it seem like it would be someone significant. Right. But they did not give you any, incl- like, they didn't say, oh, my friend will <laughs> be here before you, like, no. They didn't do anything to make us think it would be the Fantastic Four. We jumped to that conclusion. <sighs> so me and right. you would have been fine if it was Blue Marvel. We would have actually loved that nod. Um, and we would have thought it, w- it would have been worth it. But there are a lot of people out there that had their hearts set on Reed Richards. And when he specifically didn't show up, that's what they're more upset about, more so than um, it wasn't anybody else of importance.
1: Yeah, that's my biggest issue. It's just that it was a really nobody. It was a nobody.
0: Right. Even if she's a
1: scroll, I'm not that does not excite me. Cause then they didn't reveal it at the time either. So like
0: I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, um all right, so let's get a little bit deeper in here. Um, I know you saw this because I believe me and you talked about it. Uh, it was one of the things, of shout out to AJ of what frustrates me about AJ. Um, obviously towards the end, and I'm going to let you break down this whole episode because there's so much to break down, but I want to kind of get to the juicier parts. Um, we obviously see the book that me and you believe is a dark hole, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a lot of people that are trying to call this book other things based off of how the front of the book looks. Um, and I try to convince people that you're, they're drawing, they're, uh, they're connecting dots because they don't, they don't care if it's Mephisto. So they're drawing dots on who else it could be. Right. I only draw dots on who it will be. And there's a demonic, um, horn head on the wall. Everything about that, that basement just kind of screamed Mephisto, right? Like, And then seeing the Darkhold, I'm looking at it, I'm just like, that's the Darkhold. They obviously weren't going to put a book there that says Darkhold on it. So that's why they went with the logo. Um, and it could be possibly blending both of those books a little bit. That's not outside of um, the realm of what Feige does. He could be blending it. But there's right. no way this is not Mephisto based off of the fact that the book looks like another book he wasn't like i think people forget the dark hold legit says dark hold on it
2: oh yeah so it's
0: like i don't (laughs) think he would want to be that obvious i think he would kind of want to make it look a little better um so he put the a logo on there instead of the words dark hold
1: yeah the one in of shield literally says dark (laughs) hold
0: exactly exactly. and Joel runaways the book was in runaways too
1: there you go so i mean it's We've seen it twice in the uh, offshoot Marvel universe, and here we are again with this book that might, may or may not be the same book. Um, we just what I want to know is what it, what what she's doing with the book. What's it? Now, what's it? <laughs> now,
0: I got something interesting, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pose it to you so you can give your thoughts. Then you can break down the episode for me. Your thoughts on the episode. <laughs> um. I I threw this out Saturday. I, I love this this word. Would you throw it in the trash? I no, I threw it in the mm-hmm. air. It might have fallen in the trash, but I didn't throw <laughs> it in the
2: so.
0: Um, and what I threw out there was this is a book, Joel, that mm-hmm. would be and should have been in the sanctum sanctorum. Right. There is a very good chance Agatha stole this during the events of either Endgame or Infinity War when it was taken and i believe when she starts to use the book is when and let me say this joelle because no one understood when i said this saturday you will understand this because we've talked about this at nauseum. everyone kept saying if there's all this power is going on why hasn't strange shown up before i keep trying to explain to people he don't show up for just anything it has to be earth shattering magic like magic shattering like something just, big i enough. mean
1: I, I, I'm not saying' I'm, I'm not I'm pretty much I would not be surprised if he shows up at, at some point in this this show of course
0: <laughs> right, right but I'm just saying the amount of magic Wanda is using and then I I think trayvon used the example of but he showed up for Loki. I said, no, he didn't. Loki was in the city. (laughs) Right, but bigger difference is, Joel, he brought Loki to him. He didn't come out for Loki. And Loki (sighs) faced a way bigger threat in that moment than (laughs) Doctor Strange would assume Wanda would. So, you know, there is no real threat for Doctor Strange to go, all right, I need to come, you know, I need to come see what's going on. Now, if the contents of the Darkhold are used... That is something big enough for him to go, no, 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 no. What is going on in New Jersey? <laughs> like, what do I need to come out of my house for? What is going on here? Um, But yeah, Joel, your thoughts on that ending scene where, where Agatha kind of reveals herself. And uh, do you think we could possibly see this Darkhold book connect to Strange and possibly even down the road Blade?
1: I mean, Darkhold can connect it all the supernatural characters at some right. point right. um this if, if it truly is the dark holder yeah it has connections to a lot of different characters um and if it is something that's missing from uh the sanctum sanctum we'll find out for sure uh and if i have to imagine if like strange hasn't showed up to this fucking bubble yet it's because it's probably being cloaked uh we don't know magically you know is it on the news? I don't see news reporters are like, covering it or anything. So it has to be something that it's probably being closed, or something in that, that Or he's busy doing something else. Like I said, he's a busy guy. <laughs> he's always doing something. So uh, maybe because he shows up late, because he was finishing up somewhere else, or he was dealing with something else. You know. Well, he'll probably explain it when he shows up. You know. It doesn't matter. Point is, he'll probably show up at some point. Um looking for something uh and you know the dark hold has a, like you said it has connections to vampires werewolves witches and guess what we're dealing with witches right now um so that's going to be a big you know old hullabaloo and now we, we what characters are connected to at least what, what mystical characters are connected to the dark hold obviously kathan and, and mephisto and you know demons <laughs> the big demons right so yeah, I, I just I think this definitely opens the door to all those characters for sure. Uh it's just a matter of when and where, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. And the when I believe is very soon. Um uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> very, yeah. very, very soon. Um, but yeah, like did, did it catch you off guard a little bit when um when uh you see Wanda walk in the house and she's kind of looking around. First thing I thought when she looked down at the plate, first of all, first thing I thought was her kids are too old to be watching Yo Gabba Gabba. So sure. I remember I that saw that and I was like, I was just like, Agatha would be the person that's out of touch <laughs> on what like kids that age would be interested in. So
1: <laughs> that's like, why they left the fucking living room. I'm
0: like, oh, exactly. wow, <laughs> Yo Gabba Gabba. Um, but as soon as I saw the sandwiches halfway eaten, um and the kids weren't there like they didn't come greet their mom at the door, right? It's like oh soul shards <laughs> like, like she gave him up she gave him up, uh and Mephisto consumed and that was that was the very first place my mind went like yes we're gonna see it and then you know when she says you know they're in the basement first of all anyone that knows about Agatha Harkness knows the uh the uh the blooms the the flowers. It was radiating the same purple that the uh the flowers always do. Um, so that was very interesting. I thought that was really dope. Uh, you know, really uh signaling her power. But when she revealed herself, I was just like, Oh man, that's I like it, you know? And and I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I believe that with Monica showing up, it forced Agatha to speed up her her timeline.
2: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Revealed herself. Do you, you see it the same way?
1: Yeah, because I think she ruined whatever they're, you know, they're like, fuck, she's fucking with my shit. She's going to wake her up
2: from my, <laughs> my
1: spell.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm in I the just, middle of something right now. I Why are you not, fucking?
0: You, the way you said that, I'm just trying to picture Agatha just standing there like, this bitch fuck up my shit. Let me <laughs> That's exactly what she saw <laughs> her face when she looked outside. She's like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's all i so can how she get back her. in You're like, like fuck bro, i mean that's just strong um <laughs> but she still
0: got in and she but she didn't like fight her she just kind of told her to shoot <laughs> like shoe fly um
1: yeah,
0: I, I think at that moment i think if i think if you fight her you kind of give yourself up to one yeah you definitely and, do and it, and it was not the best so, place right that's not the. that's not the spot to do it
2: all right <laughs> So
1: uh, she did it downstairs where she probably had more control of the situation.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, so I, I did want to ask you, uh, you know, we're kind of working backwards here, but your thoughts on the um on the end credit scene, or oh, mid credit scene also. Yeah,
1: uh, we got to see Wanda, not Wanda, Monica, searching the house for, for, for Wanda. And she got, you know, interrupted by Pietro, quote unquote. Peach,
0: (laughs) this is is what I couldn't wait to ask you. Do you think it's possible? Um, Evan Peters is playing Nicholas Scratch.
1: It's possible, maybe he's the bunny and comes to life. That's what I'm
0: thinking. That's that's (laughs) what I'm thinking.
1: Um, it's possible. I I would, I mean, it's definitely a possible possibility. Um, i wouldn't be i wouldn't be completely shocked if that was the case um also like is he or maybe he's ralph the whole time and that's why we never saw ralph because it was like we use you here and she's like more like a puppet you know but i don't know i mean we still haven't seen ralph so i think that's inevitably gonna end up being Mephisto. but right. um i don't know i have no idea still who fucking evan peters really is but we'll see soon hopefully
0: regardless of who he ends up being, they are at some point going to have to explain why he looks like the fox guy.
1: I don't see I don't I don't think so cuz
0: really?
1: it, it only to us
0: that matters. To that world, they don't they, that's nobody. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, then I I would like No, uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter. You're right. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. You get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I do. I do.
2: They, they don't look at him like no I see knows. you in
0: a movie. No, that never I, happens. Like, no, no one, one knows you. Exactly, they only know the Pietro that that died. They don't know. Right. They don't exactly.
1: Know we know that he's from a movie, <laughs> but that's just for us. Right.
0: Okay, so that could just be nothing more than just a nod to like, hey, we had a chance to do something fun. Yeah. Did it.
1: Now I know that's gonna blow people's minds because they're like, how how does that work? But I'm like, that's just exactly how it works. Is how I just told you. In that world, they don't know who the fuck that is. It doesn't matter who that is. They've never seen that man. I mean obviously she doesn't recognize him. She could have used anybody, but why not use Evan Peters? That's that's just what it came down to.
0: Especially when the whole idea is to mess with her head. Yeah. I, right. I yeah, I get you. Okay. Yeah, I'm with oh. you on that. Um, the, uh now me and Pete and Pete's friend Greg <laughs> Friday, we were podcasting from like 10 to like one in the morning about WandaVision. Wow. And we worked we worked up two different theories. Now again, I'm gonna let you know, like I let everyone Saturday know. None of us have read any of the spoilers. This is purely just uh, deductive reasoning, right? So one, my I, told, I told you my working theory on Hayward being Ultron. Uh, I remember you not hating it, but not necessarily being on board with it. Um, right. So that was one theory. And then the other theory is the person that will be playing Mephisto could be none other than Hoo-ah! himself, Mister yeah. Al Pacino.
1: I saw that. I saw a lot of people thinking that because uh, he said that he he conversated with Feige and yeah, I guess that he'd use him for the right role. So I'm like, he was the devil once. <laughs>
2: like, yeah,
0: yep.
1: That would be as that's a big shot. That would be a big name. They're like, oh shit, Al Pacino's in fucking WandaVision. <laughs> we
0: had to we had to explain this Saturday. I had to explain this Saturday one people are like, nah, I don't really see Al Pacino doing it. Al Pacino did Hunters. I would have never expected him to do Hunters in a million years. A show like
1: Hunters. Christian Bale is going to be a fucking alien Thor.
0: Exactly. That's all I'm going to say. Exactly. And and then I try to remind people, because people are like, oh, like how can he be? James Spader is only 19 years younger than Al Pacino and did the mocap for Ultron. But here's the funny thing. Henry Mm -hmm. Lennox just told us, and he's very young. And he just told us he didn't even do the mocap for Martian Manhunter.
3: <laughs>
0: so I'm like, if they could do that for Henry Lennox, who easily, if he wanted to, um, could have done at least the mocap for Martian Manhunter, but didn't. That lets you know right there. And I told him, I'm like, I, I could, I, I'm a visual person. So when Pete threw that idea at me, I'm visualizing this season ending with where like vision and and Wanda obviously defeat um, Agatha or whatever the threat is. And Agatha kind of teleports Wanda to like this weird dimension. Wanda kind of sees like a figure sitting on the couch. She walks around, sits in front of it. It's, it's Al Pacino as Mephisto. All he does is his light, his, his lights, his eyes are like fiery. That's all I need. I don't need the whole devil face or all that. If you want to build to that for Doctor Strange to be my guest. But I can picture him, with the, the fire in his eyes, and he just says, well, hello, Wanda. And then it fades to black. And then, you know, we, we get the rest of it in Doctor Strange. Or maybe in that 10th episode. Who knows? You know, the, the, the rumor of a 10th episode. Um, but I love it. And now I can't really put a finger on anyone else being Mephisto mm-hmm. but Al Pacino.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I would look forward to it. I, that'd be cool. Let me ask you that would that be something? Because I said this I said it wouldn't rival Loop Skywalker, but that's as close as you could ever get is giving me Al Pacino as Mephisto.
1: Nah, still not. I think to, to get to close to that Skywalker reveal, it has to be something that people are expecting but also not expected. And this is something that is cool, but it's not, I mean.
0: So you wouldn't count expecting Mephisto, but not expecting Al Pacino to play Mephisto?
1: I wouldn't count that as high, no.
0: Mm, Yeah, I- No, not on the same level. Well, you know know what my all-time favorite movie of all time is. So that's why like Al Pacino is dear to me. So I'm like to see him in the MCU, especially as one of my favorite villains, it would rank high. It, it, like I said, it wouldn't rival Luke Skywalker because that just that made me cry. But out of everything else, people are assuming of X Men and, and you know from different universes and shit like that. The only thing that made me go, "Oh my god," would be that. The other stuff is just like because like like we've said before, Joel, it's been expected so much or or you know theorized by people so much. <laughs> you're a little desensitized to it to where if you get it, it's like, Oh man, that was pretty cool. But is that like knock my socks off? But they
1: also don't make sense. This, this, this is the thing. Like Pacino being Mephisto is very possible and even likely. Whereas the whole Luke Skywalker thing was very, we didn't think possible. (laughs) Like We didn't think that uh, that was ever going to be a thing. Would have been cool. Like we thought, but we're like, ah, oh, there's no way that'll happen. I'm not saying right now that it's all oh, that's never gonna happen. And that fucking Pacino's gonna be fucking my though. I think it's possible and very even likely. Yeah, now I'm with which him. is very different than you know. That's a different feeling. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. That's why yeah, I, I don't put it there.
0: Yeah, like like I said, I cried for Luke Skywalker. I wouldn't cry for this reveal, but it it I tell you what, it would excite me way more than anything else anybody else has been trying to put out there. Like Sir Ian McKellen and stuff like
1: <sighs> that would be cool but again it wouldn't make sense to the story.
0: I agree. To me. Agree. Not not at this moment.
1: No, it it's still it too early. Like,
0: right. It like the fact that we've never seen Wanda and Pietro's parents in the MCU. It would have right. hit a lot harder if instead of Pietro coming back, you bring back Sir Ian McKellen or Michael Fassbender. But they're playing her father. Like, they don't have magnetic powers. Right. They're legit her father. That would have been something to where it's like, whoa, 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 what?
1: Yeah, that would be you know? cool, too. And Very similar to what they did with Evan Peters.
0: Exactly. And it would have made more sense. But if you're telling me this show ends with, like, Magneto just popping up, it's like, where did you even come from? Like,
1: like, yeah, like well, yeah, there's a whole... But, like, you have a whole, like, a lot of explaining needs to be done. Because <laughs> everything exactly. right now is pointing towards magic, 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 magic.
2: Right.
1: And multiverse. Obviously, there's going to be a multiverse, but I just think, I don't think we're going to see that specifically here.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? And to me, Joel, I, you know, let me know if you get this feeling, too. To me, it's going to the well too much. You just did it with Evan Peters. So to do it again, that's not going to yeah, happen. But
1: again, it's not, to me, it's not much. That was, again, more of a nut. That's how no, I look. Right, it. I right.
0: Right. No, I, I'm not knocking that. I'm saying to go to the well of giving us <laughs> another face from right, another, another fake. Right,
1: right, right. That would be, two, wouldn't that'd be, be.
0: It's like you just went to the well of that. Like You just did it again.
1: Yeah. I think The Shock is definitely a, a big name actor. Uh, and it's probably playing a character that we've all guessed. We just don't know which one yet. <clears throat>
0: yeah. That's where my heart is. All right. Now walk me through, Joelle. Looks like. We got the birth of, of Photon. Walk, walk me through uh, Monica's oh, name, superhero.
1: Spectrum, whatever they end up I calling assume,
0: you. I assume <laughs> Photon because it might be like a, a, a nod to her mom.
1: Yeah, because that's what her mom's name was. Right. So, yeah. Uh,
0: that's what I'm going <laughs> with. Um, yeah. I think I talked to you about this, but if I didn't, Saturday i said say because obviously it was another, another shot of someone praising Captain Marvel and Monica kind of going, yeah, 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 fuck that bitch. I think it might have to do with it's possible that Captain Marvel's radiation got to uh, her mother, and that's what gave her cancer. And Monica blames Captain Marvel for you know for her mom having cancer. To me, that's the more realistic thing to hate someone for. Um, You know, obviously by accident. You know, Carol Danvers didn't mean to. Um, I I think that could maybe be their beef. But anyway, I think Photon they're gonna go with for for the nod to her mom. But anyway your thoughts on the emergence of Monica really coming into uh, or coming a little closer even aesthetically to being um, her superhero counterpart and then you know her big moment of her superhero landing and then you know kind of breaking through the the breach
1: yeah that was a uh, whole big thing the whole breach thing because I, I didn't I didn't first of all I didn't expect to get her powers so soon but and then now, you know, it happened. She, you know, she went through, she, she forced her way through that barrier. Um, with you know, that truck was literally there for nothing. <laughs> it ended up being just like one of those kind of a dupe, like, ah, she's going to walk through. What it really did is just open the hole and she walked through it. Um, and yeah, you see her like, I think what, what really came out of it is that um, because of the alterations in her DNA and because of her, I guess, eventually getting her powers as she was walking through the bubble like the barrier um you could see that she fought off any type of changes the the bubble was trying to make to her so she came out normal you know you just see her eyes light up blue and she could see the light spectrum inside the bubble and how different it is and probably than the way it is outside can't imagine because i don't know they never showed what it looks like on the other side (laughs) so we have nothing to compare it to but you can tell she can't she can't see like she was before. She can definitely see light like differently. And that was the point, because that's what she is living pretty much living light at this point. But she doesn't know that yet. She's still kind of figuring things out. Um, but at this point, you know, um, she has her confrontation with Wanda. Like you said, you see a little superhero landing that kind of like boom, and you see like the like the light just kind of like almost like a shock, shock absorber type of thing. Um and then later on, you see her eyes turn purple when she looks down at the fucking this basement, uh, and then you know gets surprised by Pietro. So the people are asking that she get like miss like is her there are her eyes turn purple because the energy was purple or did because she get spellbound just like um, one look like Wanda did. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I guess we have to see and find out for next week. But yeah, this is. This is the beginning of photon uh, in the MCU.
0: I think I'm leaning more towards uh, Spellbound, because um, so she's she, going to be a
1: neighbor next week. She's going to be back to whatever her name was. <laughs>
0: um, no, because I don't think that would have an effect on Wanda anymore. Um, and we don't even know the fallout of Wanda now we knowing don't. that Agatha is, you know, is the person that was behind it all. That's uh, true.
1: Man. We don't know where that's going.
0: so i'm like if if agatha revealed herself to us the viewers but not to wanda i would say yes it's very possible that um you know wanda could maybe view monica as playing into the part uh rather than like her faking it or something but i don't i don't know the fallout like it is agatha strong enough to make wanda forget everything and go back to being the the doting housewife i don't know you know Uh, but I do believe that Agatha you know because to me Evan Peters showing up wasn't to knock her out I don't believe because it faded to black before like he did anything besides say Snooper's gonna snoop Mm -hmm. her eyes going purple could be uh the flowers are very enchanting um so like it kind of just put her maybe in a trance um because to me I wouldn't like it if her eyes just kind of light up for anything that has like a lot of power you know what I'm saying like something yellow comes out tomorrow that's really strong her eyes would be yellow like i I don't really like the idea of that Uh, it depends
1: depends how it's explained i don't mind oh well yes if
0: it's if it's explained yeah i'll accept it but from the outside looking in i'm kind of like it kind of just feels more spellbound than anything um if
1: you look at monica she is energy she's light so if she starts changing if call it if the color of her eyes or her color of her whatever or her aura or whatever changes based on what she's using or what, what you know, that, that's fine. Like, I don't mind, just it depends.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, but I do love our introduction, um, to her gaining her powers because a lot of people don't know this, Joelle. Uh, Monica Rambeau is pretty strong, um, like pretty powerful. She's not one to really trifle with. Um, So it's good that, you know, a lot of people are kind of, you know, seeing who Monica Rambeau really is. Um, So I love it. I can't wait to see more. I can't wait to see if, you know, we see the beginning of her powers only to be fleshed out more in Captain Marvel 2. Or will they do kind of like a time jump that she's been able to kind of get a hold of her powers between now and when that movie uh, that. movie
1: well hopefully we get an evolution of like her learning and her abilities throughout you know maybe right. she gets different steps like right now the only thing she's showing is she can see the light spectrum <laughs> yeah. um so it's very much like a matter of like will she fly will she uh move at the speed of light will she move through objects like the fucking uh, vision like she can go through objects like that um she can become intangible is what i'm trying to say
0: Right. Um, she, was, she was pretty dumb strong in the comics. So she's not that different from
1: Captain Marvel, except you know, she's just more energy based and less. Yeah, she's like almost like living energy. That's basically what it is.
0: Right. Um, what was I gonna say? So yeah, so I'm really excited for that. Um now yeah. that commercial I've had to explain to people. Did you did you um did you get the
1: nexus of it? Well, that's the thing. I, at the time, I wasn't sure what the fuck. I know what a Nexus is, but I wasn't right. sure what the, they meant by Nexus. It could mean a lot of different things. And then there's the whole Nexus beings thing, and I'm like, that's, I don't know.
0: That's it's, where I'm going. That's what I think they meant. Um, because we know Nexus beings are Kang the Conqueror, Jean Grey, uh, Wanda. It's very possible Loki could end up being a Nexus being. Um, but I explained this Saturday. But for our listeners, for the show's purposes, Nexus beings are people that transcend, uh, time and reality. Like they could move through time and reality, um, uh, and kind of like, like for example, if Wanda was to go from the MCU to the Fox universe, she would be cognizant that she's moving from one universe to another. Like it wouldn't wipe her her mind. Um, mm-hmm. like they they have the ability to transcend through it. It's why Kang is the Time Lord. Um, And it seems like they're maybe going to make Loki uh, somewhat of that. So he could possibly end up being a a Nexus being. Um, But we have two Omega-level beings that are Nexus beings in Jean Grey and Wanda. Um, So that'll be interesting to see if whenever they introduce Jean Grey, will she also still be a Nexus being? But... No way they brought up Nexus, and it wasn't supposed to be a nod to that in my mind and I'm not saying that as fact, uh but that's how I picked it up yeah, yeah that's possibly exactly what it is you know
1: yeah um but yeah but the, the, but I try to like read the commercial like what, what even if she is one, was she given something to enhance it or to amplify it or dampen it or something because of me, you know
0: the whole commercial was about taking pills and what does she do in the episode
1: taking pills
0: taking pills um Absolutely. that was not lost on me like i said when i say i put on my tinfoil hat when this show comes on i really do so i paid attention to that also joelle it was in the back of my head like this yeah. is a pill commercial, and she ended up taking pills in this episode.
1: Because I think all those commercials tell a story. Because the other ones were basically stuff we've seen before. The, now the last two have been stuff we haven't seen before, but they've happened to her. Right. We just haven't seen it yet. And Those two incidents haven't. You know, we haven't seen. We're just imagining how it played out, but we really don't know. So the the whole thing with the shark on the island and the whole thing with um um the the Nexus pills um it, are stuff that happened to her while we were not paying you know we weren't watching you know i mean so now it's a matter of them filling the blank which they probably will explain uh those commercials will probably make more sense by the end of the series
0: (laughs) yeah i think once the season ends everything like legit top from bottom will make so much sense because we'll have so much more information um but for now you know we can only piece together what we can piece together and what you piece together from that is the next is being but, you know, it's very much connected to me. I imagine very much connected to the idea that she did take these pills in this. Epi- well, not those specific pills, but she took pills in this episode. So mm-hmm. um, I'm also pretty curious on those actors. Um, do they mean more, not more to the uh, the MCU, more to the show? Because um, it's been the same actors every commercial but the shark one uh has it yep it's been those two. They were the ones for the Strucker watch they were the ones for the my uh the oven uh she was the single mom in in uh in the bath, she was also yes. the mom for the paper towels. she was obviously the lady in this pill commercial mm-hmm. uh and the guy was the the pharmacist, so I'm like, I'm really curious on who these two people are. I heard a theory that they could be Wanda's parents. I don't believe that um. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, like are they innocent townspeople, or are they supposed to mean a little bit more to this story? um, so I'm curious, but they could be nothing. I mean, we just got all hyped for something, and it was <laughs> major good news, so I'm like they could be nothing, they could very well be nothing. um anything mm-hmm. else Fucking... in this episode stand out to you
1: uh anything else in this episode, Chip? yeah, um. I thought it was funny, like the like I love the whole um, modern family and um, office references in it. Um, Vision was Vision and Darcy were fun together. Uh, that was cool. Um, I do I did notice that like when she was at home, and she saw the weather report and it said it'd be sunny all week, uh, and it wasn't sunny where Darcy and, and Vision were. <laughs> She, I mean, it was rainy or whatever. She's like, it never, isn't it always sunny and, and whatever? And it, it rained over there. So I'm like, wonder what that's about. Um.
0: That is very interesting. Um, I also thought it was funny how the 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 mailman who's now delivering packages for like a, a packaging company. Yeah. Um, when Monica and Wanda were going through the fight, he was walking by and his box said "Fred." Like, to yeah. me, it kind of stood out to, like, Wanda's very fragile in that moment. Um, but, yeah, I, I, what I... What I guess I didn't like from a sitcom uh, point of view was I've never watched Modern Family, never been a fan, right? Like so the, the whole mockumentary is from The Office. And I kind of felt like the only thing they really lent to The Office <laughs> was the theme song. Um, and I'm kind of just like, the Office is way more polarizing. This should have just been more, more mockumentary of The Office to where,
1: um, yeah, but it's a family thing. That, so that's, the, the modern family. It's
0: like uh, okay, okay. They do
1: the same thing. They do the whole interview thing. Like,
0: yeah, so. I get it. Um, even though, by the way, um, I always thought it was weird. Like, The Office was a mockumentary because you know they were part of this this um like this uh documentary uh project modern family why were they being followed by (laughs) film people
1: (laughs) i don't know i never i never finished i just watched i used to i watched like i watched most of my comedies i'm just it's on i just watched i haven't actually watched it from beginning to end
0: yeah i would like to know that because like they were showing really intimate moments like like phil and what's her name doing weird stuff in like hotel rooms and it was just like they film a lot that you
2: know they
1: catch a lot of stuff but yeah. i don't know like, I don't, i've never never watched
0: i never oh. really thought about that because like i said i never really got into modern family I, that's mainly because modern family came out around the time where like a lot of comedies were doing mockumentary and i just mm-hmm. was not feeling it <laughs> parks and recreation you of know, the-, modern the family I'm not saying none of them are bad. Like I said, I haven't seen them. I just I don't know. It sounds like you're saying all of them are bad and I don't like it. <laughs> not at all. It was just right around the time of The Office. And I'm just like, it's it's the same thing. <laughs> like like the, the premise of it being a mockumentary is, and I just at the time wasn't interested. But, um, you know, I like to go back to things that were popular to other people before and watch them now when they're, obviously not on air anymore, Um, but at some point I'll binge through both of those and, you know, I can give a better assessment, but I don't have anything negative to say. It's just, it was around the time where the office was doing it and doing it a lot better. Um, And I was just kind of like, I don't really need the regurgitation of it. Um, But anyway, back to WandaVision. Um, This stood out to me, Joel, did this catch you also? Um, Wiccan telling Agatha that she's quiet inside yeah let
1: me because that's how the episode starts with fucking her talking to his mother and saying all the voices i can't so noisy uh and loud and then she's basically like ignoring him and tell him like she's trying to sleep uh and then when she gets to the house or he he gets to the house and he talks to agnes and is like it's really quiet here i like it You're, you're quiet, Agnes, (laughs) inside.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I was making the joke Saturday that he was just like, I like that you have nothing going for yourself. You have no life, no friends, you have no family.
1: You have no thoughts. That's interesting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So when he said, but I I spoke to this Saturday and I'm curious on your thoughts of it um, because we know kids, they're not like, they're somewhat perceptive, but they're not fully perceptive because they don't just, they don't understand things yet. So, to me, I took that as he senses something is wrong. Yeah. Since he can't put his finger on it, he just kind of takes it to where it's more comforting because it's easier for him to be him. He doesn't. Yeah.
1: Plus, he's not dealing dealing with the noise anymore, you know?
0: Right, right. So, I took it as because to me, I've been telling you since (sighs) he's aged up, to me, there's been numerous scenes where he's kind of like, something's not right. But then, like, he can't put his finger on it, so he just kind of moves on with life. But Mm -hmm. there's numerous times where he's just like, I don't trust this. Like, something is weird. Something's Uh, off. Something's off, yeah. But, you know, kids are very perceptive. Like, kids will tell you, like, hey, you stink and it's like whoa 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 you can't just tell somebody that and it's like oh i can't No,
1: <laughs> like kids I didn't kids, need to hear that <laughs> yeah
0: i didn't need to hear that but kids are the perfect people you know how like women will go like does this dress make me look fat kids are the perfect people to ask. they'll be like yes yeah. you look huge
3: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> but um yeah I, I i took that you know when, when he was saying i was just like he really is sensing something for sure. Um, but all right, last question about WandaVision. I think we covered everything. Um, do you think her kids have already been uh, sacrificed? Or do you think we'll see them again? Oh, not not again, like in, in the <laughs> bigger thing of the MCU. I mean, within just this season.
1: Uh, I think we'll see them again this season. I don't know when, but I think we will at some point.
0: Okay, so you don't think Mephisto's already consumed them?
1: Uh, even if he did, I don't think it'll last.
0: <laughs> oh oh so you don't think this this season will end where she doesn't have her kids i don't think
1: no i don't, I don't really think it in that way I mean, even if it does uh I, you know i don't think they'll be gone for long so
0: oh no no no! i'm with you i'm only speaking about this season i know they'll be back for the the bigger picture i'm saying because the actress who plays monica rambo had just did an interview and said that uh it's gonna, yeah it's gonna end really sad i'm like well if it goes by the comics you know clearly what what i take that as is you know she comes to the realization vision's vision's dead nothing you can do and her kids are gone you know not dead but gone you know and that's why yeah. there's a good chance we probably won't see them again um but i mean no I, you know I'm, I'm with you they're gonna be young. that'll kids. be sad
1: that'll they're be fucking sad if that, if, like vision's gone gone I'm like, oh man, that would suck.
0: <laughs> you know, to me, I think with the performance Paul Bettany put on for this, there's no way he's gone, gone for good. But as far as the story, I think to really kind of bring it home, you have to kind of show Wanda like he's gone. But to me, I I think they'll bring him back at some point. I mean, what I would actually like it if he's the mentor to the young Avengers. I would love it. The way Red Tornado was for Young Justice. I mean, his in vision like no. that technically wait say it again
1: he's in the young avenger comics as as a young vision
0: <laughs> oh well even i no because i kind of still wanted to be paul bettany um <laughs> yeah yeah i would still want him to be paul bettany i would rather just be like because to me i would prefer the young avengers to be a series rather than like a, a movie i think it would just work better as a series um but even if it's a movie i would like paul bettany to be like the um you know like I just said the red tornado of, of of young justice but to the young Avengers. Um so maybe that's when you can you can put them back together.
2: Um but all right that's all just we black got black and white first you know I don't
1: care
0: <laughs> wait say it again
1: as long as he's black and white first I want to see more of that.
0: Yeah I'm not against that yeah sure i'm I'm with you on that to me the the end goal has to be he looks more comic accurate (laughs) like that's my end goal bring him to what he should look like not how you're trying to make him look in the mcu and i'll be fine so if that means we have to go through steps like he looks the way you want first and then the end game is that he looks the way that he does in the comics Mm -hmm. i'm fine with that you know i'm fine with that um i did want to ask you i did hear someone that has a Hispanic background say that that whole luchador scene bothered them. Did that bother you at all? Not at all. Okay. All right. No problem. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Uh, we got some, some big DC news. Um, now, I'm going to pass it to you to pronounce her name, but I do want to state that I am very familiar with the actress. Um, I do watch Young and the Restless with my aunt. Um, she did get an award for her performance of the moment where she was in a coma during the Young and the Restless. So she's proven that she has the acting chops. I just didn't know that she was even on the radar for something like this. So the first thing my aunt asked me when I told her, like, she was going to be Supergirl, she's like, Does that mean she's leaving Young and the Restless? I said, Absolutely. <laughs> like, even if she's not going to be Supergirl long term, um, if she knocks us out of the park, it just it it gets more eyes on her than a soap opera would. So you'll you'll def, she'll definitely be in projects up the wazoo after this. Um, but Joelle, your thoughts on Andy giving us the official announcement of our DCEU or DC Universe? I don't know what these movies are calling themselves, but um, I mean. Are, Cause I don't want to say our new Supergirl, cause she's not replacing Melissa. So I, I don't know what to call the movie universe.
1: Yeah, when I first saw the report, I thought that's what they were doing. I'm like, what the fuck? There's only one season left. Why would they do
2: that? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs>
1: that makes no sense. Um, but no, it ended up being that she's the Supergirl in the in the DCU or the the movies universe, right. um, <clears throat> which which she will be in the Flash. So I'm like congratulate. I mean, it was really this big thing. They're so like, oh, my God. They, 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 the Supergirl, like, forever, they've talked about a Supergirl movie and possibly bringing in a Supergirl, but we, we weren't sure it'll ever happen. And <clears throat> A couple months ago, we got reports that they were putting that on the back burner until they figured out what they're going to do with Superman. And So, you know, we didn't know. We didn't know for sure what was going on. And then, uh, you know, the, Andy Muschietti obviously has plans to use her in the Flash movie in some capacity and I think the biggest question coming out of that is, is, is she the which universe version of Supergirl is she? <laughs> is she the main universe of Supergirl or is she someone a whole separate universe? Like, because, you know, they're, they're, the Flash movie is also dealing with, you know, multiverses. So right. that's another question.
0: I think my biggest fear, Joelle, was um, because we haven't heard anything about Henry uh, recently. Right. So my right. biggest fear was, I, I I love this, and I specifically love this for you because you had just said last episode, Dude. Hispanics need more representation, and you can't get any, well, you could get any bigger, but this is huge. This is very big. This it's a nice
1: step big, in the right, right direction. This is
0: something yeah. for Hispanic girls to kind of look up to, especially if this is long standing. This isn't just this movie um but my biggest fear was don't tell me this is your idea of giving a supergirl and that's where we're going forward and then at some point maybe you'll work back in superman i i needed to kind of be in you know in, in in tandem i need her to be supergirl but she better not get a movie before henry gets his sequel <laughs> you know what i'm saying like I don't mind it. And that might be the same movie. <laughs> you, I, I, I'm fine with that. I am completely fine with that. But I don't want to make it I don't want to make it sound like I have no interest in Supergirl on her own. I do. But my biggest issue is I don't like you giving me a character that shouldn't exist before their predecessors. So, like like I told you, it took a while for me to get into the idea of Batwoman existing because she purely exists. Because of Batman, and now you're telling me there is no Batman, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't like that, I don't like that at all.
1: Oh. Oh. So, I was just exploring what we we're talking about the other day, or like the DC universe <laughs> with no Superman and a, and, and a retired Batman. <laughs> that's, right. exactly, that's what we're looking forward forward to.
0: <laughs> right. And to me, that terrifies me. So I hope this <sighs> I hope this is because um, to me, if they're using Supergirl the way that they use Superman in that Flashpoint animated movie, I don't right. mind. I don't mind whatsoever. That's really cool. That's a great visual. And I hope she's our long-standing Supergirl. But I don't want to hear after this, like, oh, there's thoughts of her solo and their fast track. Give me Superman. <laughs> like, why is this so hard for them? I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. You know what? DC sometimes seems more and more like the cults. You have such a dominant IP that you just don't even know what to do with it. I've never <laughs> seen that before. Mm-hmm. I've never seen having a a toy chest of some of the greatest characters and just going, what do we do? I don't know give them movies like, what what are we talking about right now like how do, how do you know how to use Aquaman and Wonder Woman but Superman you're just like that Well they
1: didn't they could locked into that really to be fair. That's, fair
0: that's fair you know
1: they lucked that's into fair. it it's true forever that 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 guy company didn't know what to do with half the shit they got so that's why hopefully they have a plan You we know we, we can sit here and say they don't but we don't know that for sure because they've been no. that's all they talk about their plan of synergy, you know synergy between all the, the shows and the movies and this and that so i'm like all right exactly. hopefully there's
0: a fucking plan you know I do, but that that's the thing i believe they have a plan what scares me <laughs> Is I don't know if it's a good plan. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, mean, <laughs> you know? I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if a plan that doesn't involve Superman or Batman is a good plan, but
0: exactly.
2: You know, yeah. And
0: Joel, let's go a <laughs> step further. I don't think a plan that doesn't give me any inclination on when I'm seeing how Jordan or John Stewart is a good plan.
1: All right. Um, because, I mean, this is like how, how do you not have your main cogs in order
0: and before you me, move forward? To me, the more confusing thing is you're talking about introducing secondary characters you haven't fully fleshed out your your primary characters and it's just skipping steps here you know like let's let's not skip steps these are great characters that i want you to introduce but they don't exist without their counterparts like that's like if you hear if you hear after Flashpoint, they're fast tracking wally what (laughs) like why you just gave me flash how is there a wally already relax ease into it ease into it ease into it um but i love this casting um I, i'm assuming you aren't familiar with the actress right
1: no i've never heard of her until i saw her the other day on twitter
0: yeah that, that's that was most of social media's reaction and then yeah. it's it's the one percent of us that are like yeah, yeah. The <laughs> like, yeah i watched Women in a restless like um yeah. so I'm really excited for her. I, watching her in young and the restless I had the large, I had the biggest crush on her so I was just like wait well, hold on what supergirl yeah Kaden give me that interview like <laughs> I had to work on that now like right now give me give me that interview um, but I'm really excited for this man this movie is shaping out to be pretty cool um, how do you ahead, I'm sorry how,
1: how do you feel about her hair because that that was a big topic. <laughs> always.
0: This, this is how I view it. This is how I view it. Right? Supergirl's hair is not the equivalent of Black Canary's hair. Yes, it's always been blonde, and to me, that is something that you can easily pull off. You don't need a wig. There's a such thing as dyeing someone's hair. That's easily fixed. I don't know why people are assuming that she won't be blonde. There's been nothing right. to tell us that she won't. Correct. Right? But to me, I don't. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on, Joel, because you're gonna love this. <laughs> on Geek Vibes Live, I gave you the biggest shout out, right? I said, uh, we, <laughs> "We were talking about this uh, this casting, and I said, because um, I think someone was asking about her hair, and I said to me, it's not as, uh, you know, it's not as important as Black Canary being blonde. Like Supergirl has just always looked blonde, but I don't think it's necessarily." Um, like a make or break, and then you know I think someone was saying like, does it really matter? And I said, you ask Joelle. You guys do me a favor. Ask Joelle one day, just randomly, just randomly text him and ask him, Hey, it's not important if Gambit has an accent, is it? And I said, watch how angry he gets. <laughs> said, watch how angry Joel gets. Just, just watch. Um, so I said to some people, I said to, for some people, maybe Supergirl being blonde is very important to them. I to me, it's I told you before, it's not a big deal to me. Um, hair or accent has to be something that is so specific to that character that to not have it throws them off, right? So I don't necessarily see supergirl like that because Melissa's kind of like a dirty blonde, she's not like full blonde, and people it's not
1: brunette either.
0: No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. It's not blonde like how the comics looks. But with with Dinah, you can't get away with anything really besides her being blonde blonde, you know? So to They me, pulled it
1: off in the movie.
0: They did. And it, to me, that was as blonde as an African-American can get. So that's Or why should I get, lost. maybe. That's really the difference. Right. So that's why I accepted it, because it's like <sighs> you won't see many black people with you know the kind of blonde hair that Dinah has in the comics so that's the only reason why i didn't make a big deal about that but melissa melissa doesn't have the typical blonde hair that you know supergirl does in the comics and people accepted her so i'm like why is it any different here like she doesn't need to have bright blonde to be supergirl
1: well we don't know like you said what what color hair she's gonna have you know will she be
0: maybe
1: uh will she have hints of it maybe will she stay brunette maybe I we don't know 100 yet is it important to the character hair color no hair color never means really anything
2: exactly. and they
1: actually have issues with blonde people because there were like there isn't any um <laughs> so why not have one it's not a bad it's not a big deal to have blonde people in your movies dc <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't disagree but to me it's not it's not a make or break like i I told you I understood your point on, on Gambit. I, I I told you it wasn't important to me, but I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand why it's important to you. So if someone's saying it's important for for them to see Supergirl blonde, I, mm-hmm. I bite them. But I also could care less if <laughs> if she's if she's you know if her hair is like. Multiple. I well, be-
1: I don't. I mean that that I'll take that too. I just don't know if I want to see her brunette. You know, like oh, the same thing. I- like
0: I don't want to see a blonde Superman.
1: That's just odd. The fuck. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I don't. I don't want her brunette. But again, I w- when people were freaking out, I'm like, what are you basing this off of? He just casted her. That's her natural hair color.
2: Right. That doesn't mean right.
0: it can't change. Right. <laughs> right. Like, like Andy. Andy, Andy oh. Yeah. Andy didn't say, "Hey guys, meet your Supergirl." And by the way, this this fuck hair color bang. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know why people jump to the conclusion of. You know. I think it's.
1: She's always been blonde. Supergirl always been blonde. So like, is it to me? It is similar to like black Canary because because she doesn't wear a mask. Black Canary doesn't wear a mask. So it's like it's part of the look. Um. So for me, it is odd to see her without blonde hair. It, it's it it doesn't look the same without blonde hair. Um. And look, you could pull it off like you did in the cartoons. Like if she was Supergirl, she had blonde hair. When she was Kara, she wore she was a brunette. Which is obviously a much better disguise than not wearing, you know, um, than like the, what Car uses in the show, where it's just glasses at like Clark. I'm like, that doesn't, that doesn't work. I don't, I don't know how it works on,
2: <laughs>
1: but like changing your hair color, like wearing a like a brunette wig, or some shit like that, or vice versa, uh, that's that's different. That definitely, like, you could disguise yourself easier when you're not, when you have different hair color, you know. And yeah, that's-, that's a whole different book.
0: I think the biggest problem with Melissa Supergirl is they were trying too hard to tell you like, this is our Superman, like don't really focus on the idea of seeing uh, the actual male Superman so we're going to make her as close to the character of Clark and Superman as possible and it was just like, but she could just be Kara. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. the whole glasses and stuff like she could just be car that's cool like that would work you know like we have enough of the cw trying to make characters that are great on their own be someone else you made a right. whole arc of oliver being batman and acted like we wouldn't we wouldn't recognize that like that's no no we we're, we're used to the, the the wisecracking oliver why'd you make it so dark? yeah like
1: i like wisecracking oliver um but yeah but like i was just saying i i to me it is important to the character. like like it's i don't and i don't compare that to like the flash like ezra's not blonde and look to be fair we have never had a blonde barry and blonde and barry's blonde comic books again i don't know why they hate blonde people (laughs) Uh, but it just hasn't happened yet um but it's the different because the flash doesn't have hair when he has a mask on so like classically he he, doesn't matter what color hair he has because you don't ever see his hair. They don't wear masks that cover their hair, like Bruce. I look. I don't like blonde Bruce. Don't I don't <laughs> because it's just that looks weird to me. But we've already had two blonde Bruce's, but it doesn't matter because Batman, you can't see his hair.
0: Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, it, it's it, different. It's very disgusting not to have black hair on on Bruce. Even brown. I mean, it's, even brown. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's... Um, but speaking of Flash, I was telling. Because uh, this week, I will be defending the DCEU find the nerdy dudes. Oh. <laughs> um, I will be trying to have to persuade uh, a lot of that cast why the DCEU is good and how I can see them being successful going forward. Um, I even have to have the conversation on why Man of Steel was one of the better Superman stories. Um, and I have to have the argument, Joel, me and you have had numerous times, which was the Dark Knight trilogy, amazing, phenomenal movies, not the best Batman movies, <laughs> not the best telling well, uh, the best story of Batman. Um, so I, I have to go through all that. Um, but my point was, I was saying to Tia, because you know, Tia's not sold on Ezra Miller's Flash. And I keep trying to explain to people because she's not the only one that feels like that. So I don't want this to seem like I'm calling out Tia.
1: No, Uh there's a couple people. But a lot of them are are more recently because of the whole incident with the the choking thing. Right.
0: (laughs) I do know a lot of people that thought the acting was not accurate to Barry. And what I wanted to tell those people and what I said Saturday was, or, or, or the last podcast was, people have to remember, acting is a director's choice how they're perceived is a director's choice. It's right. why no one left the first two Thor movies gone. There's Chris Hemsworth guy. He's a pretty good actor. No. Why? Because what Kenneth was doing with those two movies just were not to make Thor look good. Um, and then you see Taika get him and how do we feel about Thor now? We love him, right? So to me, it's like you got to give Andy a chance to direct Ezra. Maybe he'll direct Ezra to be more very accurate but i keep trying to remind people there's there's grant is not the comic accurate barry either he's closer than ezra but still more jokey in him than than there really is in barry in the comics barry is the light of the dce uh, of the dc universe Mm -hmm. um, specifically the justice league but the jokiness of him is not like the Flash on CW perceives him or the uh, the DCEU perceives him. Um, Barry's just not that jokey. He's just more joyous. And I think that's where people get confused and are like, yeah, Grant's nailing it. No, he's doing a great job as Barry, but Barry's just not this, he's not this dependent on others. He's not this jokey. He's just joyous. You know, like Spider, not, not, not like Spider-Man because he is more jokey, but he's just joyous as compared to everyone else who's just more like, yeah, I just killed a guy yesterday, Barry. We don't smile over here, you know? So, to mm-hmm. me, it's like Ezra can find, uh, you know, a, a middle ground. And maybe Andy sees that and doesn't like it. And maybe Andy changes it.
1: We yeah, to- you don't know how he's going to direct them, right? Exactly. And, uh, like, and at the end of the day, Ezra is more of a an amalgam of Barry and Wally. Like right. Wally is, and People grew up with Flash. Flash is funny. You do need comic relief in the team. Usually it's the Flash. So uh, Barry came back. We can Barry's the primary Flash now. So they added some humor to Barry. That's all it is,
0: right? And and, and I'm not saying I don't I don't like the humor um, that he's giving, but it, it's very much them trying to find a, a more you know a better balance to things. But the CW by no means is a full on accurate portrayal of of Barry. It's a blend, just like I I believe <laughs> Zach was going for a higher blend but a blend nonetheless. So to me, it's just like, give it a chance. I know a lot of people that were not interested in Thor Ragnarok because of how comical it it was looking, but I'm like, it's different from the Thor you've been complaining about before. Give it a chance. And I'm glad I did because again, I still believe Thor has the best arc in all of the MCU. So to me, I'm like, I'm really glad that I gave it a chance and I didn't kind of shut myself out of what Taika could possibly do with, with Chris Hemsworth. And I believe Andy will do that with, with, uh, with Ezra. I mean, I, I said it on geek vibes live, Joel, me and you left it chapter two really enjoying it. Yeah, I did. He, here's a reminder though, Joel, Andy used a fucking deodorant commercial guy as one of the, <laughs> one of the lead actors and we enjoyed it. We didn't leave it going uh. Oh, Couldn't believe his acting, he just sells deodorant. No, we left it going. Andy did a really good job putting him in positions to succeed in that movie, and we enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it's like, give it a chance, let let Andy do what Andy does, and which is make things really good. Um, those two it It movies are all I need to know about the director to have faith in him for what what he can do with this Flash movie. Simple as that, but all right. uh, nothing else we want to add about the Supergirl casting, right?
1: No, that was the biggest thing right there. Well, she's she's Hispanic and she's blonde. Like obviously, we don't give a shit that she's Hispanic. It's not more. Uh,
0: i mean, actually, to- I actually, I actually like that more than uh, what a lot of us were probably fan casting Supergirl to be. Um, to me, I I like I kind of hope DC and Marvel does that more take prominent characters and change their race. You know, as long as it, it, it fits yeah. within the, the character, like obviously don't come out tomorrow and make Luke Cage white, but you know, to me, no, no race, race, change it up. You know, add some yeah. diversity. Exactly. It's fine. What people don't understand. And I get this so much. What people don't understand is when you take an original concept and make the character Hispanic or black or Asian or Indian, no one really cares. It's only something that people pay attention to when you take someone that they've seen before and you change them. That's Mm -hmm. how you really uh, provide change. But if they were just creating original characters that are black or Hispanic, it takes time for people to get, you know, uh, accustomed to who this new character is. Yeah, Um, You know, (laughs) so you have a lot of people that just don't really pay attention. Like, Joel, I can't tell you how many people when I say the name Jaime, they're like, who? Yeah. It happens you know and that's what's gonna happen
1: until
2: he gets his happen. own fucking movie
0: <laughs> exactly so instead of having to make hispanic or black or asian or indian characters have to go through the mud first right no take a character people already know and love and swap them change them boom yeah. there it is. if it works
1: if we can make it work fucking if go it for works, it. it look at work for aquaman
0: bro it's your, he's, no he's, he, he's all but polynesian at this point in the comic books exactly <laughs> no one complained once you see nick fury as is, is um is samuel he's Jackson. black right no he's complains. black now
1: exactly they changed it all up now he's black you know he, right. they, they, have, now, they explained it away and everything
0: and now there's a generation of kids that only know nick fury to be black if they saw him as white they go what is that
1: you yeah know? i mean they're the whole generation of people that that
0: did not know there was a white green lantern <laughs> you know what I mean? me me joel that's why i told you how became my favorite because i never knew who he was <laughs> like once i found out about him, i'm like i really like this guy not more than john stewart but maybe as much as i like john stewart All right because so became... you got to
1: know a new character right
0: exactly exactly so you know to me i love that i love that for new generations that they see it as a specific race that maybe it wasn't to begin with so, this what? is huge. This is big. This is big. This is big. This is big. Um, Alright, moving on. We got some Star Wars news before we get into Marvel. Um, we got a possible casting for Ezra Bridger for um, the Ahsoka series. Now, what confused me a bit was I don't think I've ever understood how old Ezra was supposed to be in Rebels. Apparently. Um, so when this casting was, uh, was you know, came out, or, or rumor, because it's not confirmed, um, it's a rumor. Um, obviously, until we hear it from Disney and in, in, uh, in Lucasfilm. But anyway, um, this kid's pretty young. I mean, he's the guy that played Aladdin. Uh, right. He's pretty young. So to me, I'm just like, I, I guess I just don't get how old Ezra was supposed to be. So I'm fine with it. I kind of did like the uh, the guy from... I zombie that was campaigning to be Ezra. Yes, um, I really did like that, and I was really hoping for that because I thought he was maybe in like his thirties, and that's what I thought they were going for with, with Ezra. It was mm-hmm. like a um, you know, late twenties, early
1: thirties, mid thirties, mid thirties,
0: right? Mid thirties. I
1: figured it out once, or at least I had an idea where it would be. I think it was mid thirties, forties. Right.
0: So this kid is early to mid twenties.
1: He's 29.
0: Oh, he's 29.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, then I take it back. I thought he was like 25 or 26. Okay. 29. Then, nah, I mean, we're, we're splitting hairs here. You know, he just looks young. <laughs> right. And, and that's what I think caught me off guard is how young he looked. Okay. So then, you know what? I completely take my complaint off the table. Um, I don't mind this, but this is a huge step up from a guy who a year and a half ago was telling us, I can't find work after Aladdin. This is a pretty <laughs> yeah. big step up. Yeah, it's a- um, <laughs> so, if this is true, how are you liking the casting for uh, Ezra? I Love him because
1: I love him. I think he's great. Uh, and then I loved obviously Ezra from the from the show, and to see him actually uh, in live action, I, it'd be great. I, I, we're, we, we just want to know more about where, where Ezra's been. We were hoping to see him in the Mandalorian. So, and the knowing that he'll show up in um, Ahsoka's show, like we figured. Uh, it's it's great. And now, now now if it's an official, if he's officially Ezra, I mean, that's that's fucking awesome.
0: Yeah. Now, if that domino falls, there's only two big dominoes left to fall. And that's will we get Rex? And yeah. who the hell is playing Admiral Thrawn?
1: Mm -hmm. Grand Admiral Thrawn
0: Right because you're not telling me Ezra's in this show But Thrawn's not Thrawn's like the last name she said out of her mouth (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'm like Clearly she's looking for him So if there's Ezra It could be Thrawn So to me That's who I'm assuming is going to be um, Either in the shadows Of that first season of Ahsoka To be the bad guy for the big team up that the uh, the Star Wars universe is building with these shows, or he's a big bad for season one of Ahsoka. Uh, mm. Regardless, I'm waiting for that casting, whether it's rumors, speculation. I can't wait to hear some of the names that are thrown out for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, I'm very excited because uh, anything anything like what we got with The Mandalorian this season, I want more of that because that fucking world is fucking rocks.
0: <laughs> yes it is. And they made Ahsoka look amazing, dude. So a series full of that, sign me up. More lightsabers, the better. Um, all right, what do we got from Marvel before we ended on Batwoman?
1: A boop 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 do?
0: All right, so Marvel. Yeah, I wish you told me ahead of time. I had that open. <laughs> it's all right. I'll, I'll just talk while you're doing that. So obviously, we spoke. Uh, me and you spoke earlier in pre-production about the uh the rumor of um. Jennifer Lawrence as invisible woman uh, the main reason why uh, keep looking I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just talk about while, while you look up uh, while you look up stuff um, The main reason why I was really hoping that wasn't the case was for two reasons one's personal and one's just logical. The more logical one is I kind of would prefer you to not recycle actors use new actors um, That's how people get you know they're their shot at the uh, you know at, at you know the, the bright lights is apparently through geek culture. So it's like, give someone else that shot. Um, So that's my logical response. My more personal response is, I personally don't need to see Jennifer Lawrence in a superhero universe again, after um, not giving me Mystique. I'm sorry, you gave me like hints of Mystique. I don't like that. I don't care if it was a director's decision, her decision, I, I got my fill. She got it, she got her she got her trilogy or four or five movies from the X-Men. I, I'm good. I, I'm good with her doing more Oscar Oscar work or whatever. I don't really need her as my Sue Storm for her to say, I don't want to be invisible this whole movie. Show me. It's like- you don't have to be
1: invisible the whole movie. It's
0: different than like wearing prosthetics all the
1: time. I, I, and I understand that part of it. Uh, it is. It's completely different than having to put on makeup all day. And that makeup chair is a bitch. Uh, but Bye. that's the, that character, that's what that was. You know, that, that's different well sue she doesn't have to do anything
0: <laughs> that that is true she doesn't really have to do anything but i do, i just prefer that role to go to somebody else um so that's my more logical sense and then my more personal sense um but joelle while you're still kind of glancing what, what would your thoughts be if that rumor were even remotely true
1: i wouldn't be against it uh it's not my first choice like you know what i'm saying but if if it is what it is, if that's she, if she really is Sue, I, I'm I'm okay with it, you know. Uh, I, I'm I'm open to it, but like I said, I think her biggest issue was having to wear makeup all the time. That sucked, and I get that. Um, and that's something she doesn't really have to do with as Sue. You know? Yeah,
0: I I I never understood that because you signed up to be a character that would require. There's no way they didn't tell you that. Before you signed on for the role, like, hey, by the way, you're gonna have to be blue, like, alive. yeah,
1: yeah. I remember like where she was when she started that role to where she ended up in that. Well, she became a superstar by the end of that. So
0: I completely understand. Really, it came, I completely understand. But to me, it's like don't, don't sacrifice the character because of that. Like, you know how yeah, long per- Batista has to sit in that goddamn chair for Drax.
1: Yeah, but what oh, okay. was worse is that she was fucking a good guy for so long. Like, why does she continue to be a good guy? Like, that was more not wanting to stay in her mutant form.
0: But see, that to me didn't bother me because she has nothing to do with that. Her. I don't know that she had that she didn't have anything to do with not wanting to be in that makeup chair for that
2: one. All was her.
0: <laughs> yeah. So to me, script wise of being a good guy or a bad guy, you know, I don't, I don't think that falls on her. That's just the stupidity of the writers and the director but not wanting to be in that chair to be blue as often as mystique needed to be blue. Yeah. That, that irked my soul. That really did. It's just like, I mean, come on, I'm not comparing the actress, but I'm like, Rebecca Romaine was mystique was blue more than she wasn't, which is just like, great. That's how it should be. So
1: she also didn't have as many lines.
0: No, she didn't. <laughs> that is very fair. That that is very fair. But I'm like, if Ryan Reynolds could sit in that chair all day <laughs> to be made uh, to be made into Deadpool, you, you can get over that, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, but do we got anything else, Marvel?
1: Um, we have some rumors. What we got? There was a small one about the Big Hero Six characters coming to the MCU in the future. That I was.
0: I read that and thought that was really weird. But why? Why?
1: Why? Because I don't know diversity. <laughs> no, technically... no, 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 no,
0: no. I, I mean, w- like they're not part of Marvel. So But they are. They are. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's why Stan Lee was in it. You're absolutely right. That's why Stan Lee mm-hmm. made that cameo. You're absolutely right. Mm, I. I here on six,
2: yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, Big Hero Six is very much a, a Marvel comic. I uh, they so. made it. They made it into a cartoon. Um which is fine but you know they took away the the fact that they were all japanese characters <laughs> and made them diverse <laughs> cast um they're basically like japan's avengers almost um which is cool you know and they, they, those there's two characters that they couldn't use which I really would have liked to have seen because they're mutants but like silver samurai and sunfire uh would have been really cool to see in that movie but obviously they were not used uh, because they at the time didn't have the rights, to the mutant names and shit like that. And those characters belong to Fox, but that no longer is a thing. <clears throat> so if they want to, they can definitely be part of Big Hero 6 going forward. Um, yeah. We'll see.
0: This news to me only excites me if, if I know I'm giving Baymax.
1: Well, yeah, I think that's a given. Baymax and Hero will probably be in it for sure.
0: Yeah, as long as I get those two, I'm, I'm, I don't really care about anything else. I need those two. Those are my two favorite characters.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know if they'll be the same. They'll probably be closer to the comic book, but that's fine. Still.
0: That's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't mind. I, I, I don't mind seeing different versions of that. I mean, those were obviously more catered to kids, so it's like, yeah. If you're exactly. giving me a, a, a different version, that's kind of more catered to me. I mean, I'm, I'm even better with that. So, mm-hmm. no, you know, no problem for me. I don't mind. Yeah. Um. That's cool. What else, what else we got?
1: Uh, Marvel wise. Or,
0: um, or, or did we miss anything from from DC before we ended on on Batwoman?
1: Well, there's some other. Let me see. Um, we got word of Constantine. Remember the Constantine? Oh movie?
0: yes, yes. We that, didn't. Talk, there was something else we didn't talk about last week that was important, and <laughs> now I can't remember. But as soon as we ended, I was like, oh, damn, we forgot to talk about that." um Constantine I like it uh obviously J.J. Abrams is gonna have something to do with it because it will lead into his Justice League dark correct um I'm just more uh I'm just more curious on on the casting because we've only seen one Constantine for like the longest so it's like curious they decide to go with it
1: yeah as far as we know they're they're looking to cast a by person of color so
0: oh okay then there you go you yes. know, you want to know something weird, Joel? You're going to say you can't really see it, but I can't unsee it. I kind of see in, you know, if the whole British thing doesn't matter to them like that. That's not like a, a make or break thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I could really see John David Washington is as, is as a is um, John Constantine. Oh, man, you
1: got to get off that shit. You talk shit about like studios always choose John David Washington. And that's all you choose now. Uh, well, but no, I, I, w- I would much rather stay stay British, like or else I would have probably went with Lakeith Stanfield because I think he has the more body type. Um,
0: I would like Lakeith Stanfield. I wouldn't mind that. Dan, oh yeah. no, Daniel Kaluuya.
1: Kaluuya, no.
0: like yeah, I would like Lakeith Stanfield.
1: I like Daniel. I like Lakeith because he's. I think he fits it. Now I'm not saying he's my choice. because I would prefer they they went with a British actor. Um, but whichever they go in, because I think they were looking for a, uh, a, uh, a Reza Mid type. And I like Reza Mid, but cool. Whatever, whatever direction they go in.
0: Yeah, um, okay. I do like that. I like that a lot.
1: <laughs> Reza Mid?
0: Yeah, I kind of prefer that now. Yeah, I like that a lot. I want to see more of him. I, I feel like I don't see enough. I agree.
1: I like Reza Mid. He's really good. Um. <laughs> but i don't know i don't know whatever direction i go going i'm excited for a uh, john god's team is literally one of my favorite characters <laughs> like in the dc universe. um so I'm, I'm i'm excited to see where it goes and that's the beginning uh we just got a run that, that that officially got confirmed this week because that, that rumor came out a couple weeks ago or maybe two weeks ago and it just got confirmed like last week I think it was. Um so that's cool. You know, that that it's going that's gonna happen. So we're gonna get a Constantine series that will link into the Just Sleep Dark series. And then we just got a rumor today saying Swamp Thing is also being rebooted to do the same.
0: Damn that hurts me a bit. Um but to be expected I guess but that does yeah. hurt a little bit. That was a fantastic first season and I would have liked to have seen fleshed out a bit. Um Yeah would have been to be expected. You know I, I mean I can't complain because I, I always advocate for the directors to not have to be tied to actors. They didn't bring it. Excuse me. Um, kind of gives them more freedom. So, you know, do what you want. Just make it good. And J.J. Abrams will make it good. So um, I'm excited. I really am. And I will continue to cast John David Washington until Marvel or DC cast him for me. So.
1: Oh, they will. It's just a matter of time. I think.
0: <laughs> that will, I would actually like to see him as a bad guy in Blade. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, John David Washington could definitely pull off a vampire, a hundred percent. But you know, who knows what else we got?
1: What else do we got? Uh, right on the docket, um, we have some news. Um, shit, I should we prepared better. <laughs> well, there was this whole thing uh, that I dropped today about the Snyder Cut. Do you you have
0: anything about that? What dropped? Dropped. There's a whole article, a whole variety. What is it? Um, Vanity Fair interview. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they were saying how, um, uh, what's his name, told him not to even watch the movie.
1: Right, right. Nolan and his wife. You
0: don't. (laughs) You don't want to to do that. You you don't want to do that. It it looks horrible over there. Don't do that. You don't Uh, do (laughs) it. Um. I, 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 I did check out what Kanan what was posting from the article. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only thing to, to not necessarily come out of the article, but to come out of the, the speculation circle for the Snyder cut is we will be getting a green lantern. It probably won't be Ryan Reynolds. Um, yeah. which we're fine with, but it's. trust. <laughs> no, no fair. Very fair. I mean, he said what he, of, of course, he's going to say that, no. Um but um you know we're getting a green lantern so i think that really stuck out to me more so than anything um but i mean reading this this interview just lends to why i'm like who the fuck reads this and goes now that vision there that's a vision i can get behind it's like you've read comics that are just not what he's looking to do he's going the other way and it's like why don't ever tell me you were gonna have bruce and lois lane together why why
2: yeah.
0: what <laughs> like all right if you're telling me that was the plot for bbs instead of the martha thing all right maybe you know because clearly you were just going out you're going way out of there for the BVS movie but still it's just like we're, what what was what were they thinking why 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 and i'm trying not to sound too too mean spirited about it you know in case the wink wink one day we get to interview him you know i I don't want this hate speech to be out there but it's just like i've read the comics i've watched the cartoons and he was his vision was just going so far left from (laughs) what i grew up on that it was just like i'm okay if this is the last time he directs uh a dc project or he has this much control on where the DC uh unit Narr- narratively. Like I don't like I don't mind his directing at
1: all. It's just sometimes the story is a little not to my liking. Yeah, it's just you you are going There's like, like narratively like certain plot points. So not all not all of them but certain things. Like,
0: not all of them. And, and oh, I, I, say this, <laughs> I say this all the time. The man's the man's a visual genius. I love how beautiful For his sure. movies look. Um, I never take that away from him. But I always say some of the weakest points of a Zack Snyder movie are sometimes a story. Man of Steel to me and Watchmen were like the biggest eye openers of what Zack can do with a story. Right. And we know he didn't necessarily write those himself. Yeah. Um, but the idea of what a story can be under his belt, how beautiful the story and the visuals can be. And then you get, hey, guys, I was going to kill Superman in his second movie, and then I was going to kill Batman in, like, his fourth movie. It's like, wait, what?
2: Yeah, I was like, interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, like how did you...
1: Robin I, dick. Like, what? No, why?
0: <laughs> yeah, how did you sit in front of a studio and they go, yeah, oh, kill Superman? Oh, and then kill Batman? All right, I like where you're going. Like, what?
1: And then the
2: Robin you killed off his Dick.
0: You're like, really? Yeah. Hmm. And then, and then Joel, (laughs) the kicker is he retired after that. So it's like he didn't even get another Robin. So it's like, all this is so weird.
1: Yeah. (laughs) 20 years in in Gotham as Batman. He was duped by (laughs) Lex Luthor. Right. Either way, whatever. Um, I'm excited about seeing it though at this point because I'm really, I am, because that that definitely hyped me up. The whole like uh, the surprise superhero cameo at the end. I'm like, okay. Finally, like give me. I hope it's it's worth it. Like if it is the Green Lantern, I'm really excited for it. Uh, I just want to see the person in the suit, like whoever it ends up being, like whether it's Hal, John, or hopefully it's just one of those two. <laughs> but like, whatever. Like I'm excited. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, anything else in the interview really stand out to you? Because to me, it was just It, it was more right. of like it was more of the reasons why I'm like I don't mind this being. Seeing it for this <laughs>
1: like this is all no, giving his side of the story more more or less and kind of and how fucking with, with stupid that fucking studio is sometimes it's like I mean you don't have to tell me like every time I listen to that Kevin Smith story <laughs> I'm like yeah, yeah. I know I've known for yeah. a long
0: time <laughs> yeah. let you know how dumb they uh, they're capable of being but I mean yeah. just, just, the just people be- but, mm-hmm Right, just <laughs> that done more recently is just like ugh. Well,
1: that makes it sad. You're like you think they would have learned, but at the time when he was there, it, it's not that. M C wasn't wasn't a thing yet, you know. Right. So, so you could it, take
0: more chances of doing like all the outrageous things that he was trying to do for that Superman movie. You could have gotten yeah. away with that purely because you don't really have competition. Again, people <laughs> keep forgetting Superman, Batman print money now life is different because you have kids now that have only known marvel right he isn't as prominent as it was for us when marvel Mm -hmm. wasn't as prominent right so to these kids the holy trinity is iron man captain america and thor right Mm -hmm. they're not looking at like oh batman wonder woman and and, in
1: Superman. i mean wow superman batman wonder Woman,
0: right So, you know, to us, it just means different. And it's why me and you are so adamant on you got to get this off on the right foot. You got to get back to what you know, which is start it with Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, grow everybody else and then bring them together and it'll print money on its own. But you doing this all out of order and all out of whack and now trying to bring in other Earths and universes, it's like.
1: yeah, I need to see where that goes. I'm very, very confused as to uh, what this multiverse idea of there is.
0: To me, their multiverse will either make it or break it for me, for sure. For sure. Because it's yeah. this is something you could easily mess up because you're, you're going somewhere in your early stages that it took your comics years to get to. So it's mm-hmm. like you're doing this before you've even fully introduced everybody of the Justice League. And it's like what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like this would be the equivalent of if Marvel didn't do Civil War, and then they got the rights back from Fox, and mm-hmm. then still didn't do Civil War correctly, it's like right. so confused. Like, well,
1: that's what happens when you like have a studio that had to work from the bottom up, right? You know, and they had to they had to be more creative, and because they know these characters, no one knows about, or right. it's different right. where the, you take advantage of the fact that you print money with some of these characters, and now you can't. Why? Because you don't you didn't you didn't do right by them in the past. Exactly. So people right. don't respect them anymore. So you're not getting the same money that you were getting before with like a Superman or a Batman, and that's not right.
0: <laughs> that's not right at all. Not at all, man. Not at all. Not. And then the fact that they're trying to sell us on the Supergirl, no Superman, a Batwoman, no Batman. It's just like y'all just Wait,
1: who are you tripping, like <laughs> <laughs>
0: y'all you know, just you just really don't get it, huh? Um. But all right, uh, do we got anything else that we can wrap it up with Batwoman?
1: Um. Yeah, I think we could
0: I think there was a Black Adam casting, I think that was it. Oh, I think I think that was one of the things that we missed. Um, we we can uh, jot that down for me. We can get into that more. Um, we can get into that more this week. Okay. Um, who's that? All right. So to end this out on the night, Batwoman. I'm going to be honest with you, Joel. Mm-hmm. I had Batwoman on in the background. Um, oh. This like I was paying attention to it, but this episode just wasn't really capturing me.
2: Oh, uh, okay,
0: I do like that we're over <laughs> the Luke not trusting her. Like I, I couldn't have taken more weeks of that. Um, I, I think we even said that like we hope that that doesn't last. Like most of the season, like get that out early. Um, I'm just it, it's it's I don't know, I don't know. This episode just didn't do it. I think the thing that caught my eye the most was how the hell they're going to explain her kryptonite wound and you're now not crossing over with Superman. Like, <laughs> who's, yeah. this weird, who's this weird scientist just going to come out of nowhere that's like, oh, I understand kryptonite fully. Like, I, I, I don't know. But how how did you receive this episode?
1: I think it's been the best episode of the five we've seen so far this year.
0: Oh, okay. I like that.
1: It was good. It was really good, actually. I liked it a lot um the new that new character the wolf spider or whatever
0: he actually looked pretty good in costume i didn't know that was a real character
1: it's a batman character i had no idea
3: yeah Um, i
0: think i think i heard someone saying that when they were saying to expect the character for this this episode um mm -hmm. but to me like i said i don't like if i don't know something about someone and i'm watching a show i like the show to educate me on it because if if I go and read the comics and get, you know, go down that rabbit hole, I'll gain, ex, you know, expectations. So, you know, I'd rather the show just kind of give me their version and I kind of understand it from that point of view. Then later on, I can read it and kind of go, OK, I see where they were trying to do with it. Um, so I wanted no information going in. So I'm like, all right, it looks it looks really cool. Like, again, I don't think the episode was bad. It just it, it didn't it didn't really catch me like it didn't catch me and and hold me like all right
1: yeah to be fair this whole season hasn't held you
0: no I won't say that I've enjoyed some of the episodes I've just not been because I I told you it's just seeing how this all plays out with this main villain and everything is going to be very important to me like this can't flop like this has the hit so you know I'm just I'm waiting to kind of see how it all kind of plays out um, but I don't think it's a bad season by any means. Um, I just—I
1: yeah, already like it more than last season, to be fair.
0: Yeah, but that's what I think is the difference of me. I was so high on what Ruby Rose brought as Batwoman, um, and I'm loving what um, Javisi is bringing as Batwoman. I'm really loving the Afro look for sure.
1: Um, I don't. I don't like That's all I don't like is the Afro look. Really? Yeah, I'm not a fan of that Afro look.
0: You're wanting them to go back to the, the long wig?
1: She didn't have a fucking ponytail for all I care. I just don't think that we're <laughs> practical. <laughs> don't
0: think the afro is practical? No. I get I get the message they're trying to send, and and I
1: do too. I just not a fan of the look. Yeah. Yeah. it looks better drawn than it is in live action.
0: <laughs> I don't necessarily disagree, um, but yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't dislike this season. I want to, I want to make sure I'm very clear on that. I have liked a few of these episodes uh, so far out of the five that we've gotten. Um, I just it, it is gonna take me a while to really kind of, you know, get over the idea of I do believe that if Ruby didn't leave, that Bruce Wayne storyline would have lasted a lot longer And I you know I it, it's still hard for me to get over that. I really like what the actor did with Bruce Wayne. I like the idea of having Bruce Wayne um and then you know, I, I know he was a fake Bruce Wayne. I know, I know, but to me, Bruce Wayne is Bruce Wayne. Let me let me live with it. <laughs> let me have that. Um, so there's just elements of it that I'm kind of like, and now, no crossover. Um, so I'm kind of just like, you know, I'm really hoping that this this big bad really hits for me uh, later on in the season. Um, I'm
1: not even worried about that. To me, I'm still the opposite of you this whole season. I don't give a fuck about the villain. I'm taking it episode by episode. Uh, and I'm just, and if I enjoy the episode, I enjoy the episode. If I don't, I don't. Uh, and it's very much like i enjoy her i enjoy looking at her <laughs> i think it's very much a um like the, the costume looks fine uh the characters work they gel they gel well and i thought this episode like the, the whole jack napier art painting i am like that's pretty cool the fucking joker painting bringing that into it i'm like All right, i haven't even heard they, they actually call him jack napier that's pretty cool that has been done since well actually they, they did it recently in the white knight comics but that's the Batman 89 name for Joker. That's his real name in the co- right. in the, in the movie. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And that's a reference to his painting in those movies. So I'm, again, that's pretty cool too.
0: <laughs> but I will um, say, I, I think me and your fundamental difference is you weren't that high on season one. So your expectations yeah, right. weren't going to be that high for season two. You know, um, they could only go up for you. They, they couldn't necessarily get lower. So for me, Batwoman was the only show that I swore by last year. Uh, mm. Or last season for the CW show So for me, my expectations for Batwoman Were, were always going to be high And I'm not saying that this season doesn't meet them I'm just, I have to wait to see it flesh out a little bit I told you Batwoman had me And you're my witness, Batwoman had me last season From the very first episode I was hooked So, you know, I, I've been kind of like Really rooting for this show More so than any other CW show So um I'm invested a lot, a lot more than you are So I can see how you're a bit detached To where you're kind of like I can just pick elements of it that I enjoy and be fine with it, um, but to me, I kind of need the whole kitten caboodle, um, and that's why I'm like. Well, they broke
1: your kitten and caboodle, and that's I think you're still struggling with it.
0: No, but th- that's what I'm saying. I'm giving the show. I'm giving the show the chance. I have like, like I did like the first uh, first two episodes for sure, big time. I, I enjoyed those, um, but I'm I'm more so. I can't give this season what I gave the first season, which was you had me from, from the get, whatever you do, I'm fine with going forward. Um, now I'm kind of just like, I kind of need to really enjoy this story because it's a change from what I got last year or last season, rather. Sorry. Um, but again, it, it, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not, um it's not anyone's fault. It, this is a me problem. So that's why I said, I'm, I'm just patient and see how it all plays out. Um, but the one thing I did want to talk about before we left was uh, we obviously are getting Superman and Lois tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask you this before it even starts. What are the odds we see Diggle suit up? I really hope
1: high. I, I don't know what the odds are. I really? I don't think I'll be in this episode, these two episodes. No, no,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> I just mean for the, because I, I want us to get a head start on our thoughts on the season before it starts. So I'm just uh-huh. saying overall, not not these first two episodes, the season overall, because to me, the budget looks high. So I'm like, they'd easily be able to pull it's, off.
1: It's, I think it's a matter of just figuring out what does he does he suit up in all or just one of them? That's the question. To me he's
0: if, it's, be... if it's one episode, I, I can live with that. Just seeing Green Lantern in the CW. No, I, can...
1: I mean, like which so he's, he's going to be in more than just Superman this year.
0: Right. And to me, if he only suits up in super, because to me, there's a difference. Right. And my difference is this budget for Superman and Lois looks like HBO Max level. Mm -hmm. But if it's if he's on another CW show that doesn't have that isn't working with that budget, the suit won't look as good. So to me, I would prefer to only see it here. I need
1: to see the suit first because I don't know what it's made of first, you know. Like, is it practical? Is it? Is it? Does it? Is it revolving? Like, does it use CGI a lot? Like, Martian Manhunter, even though they gave him an actual suit <laughs> at the end, um, a practical suit, so he could just. They only have to worry about his face, which was actually a smart idea on them. Um, so, that, I mean, it depends. I really, it really depends on like what the suit looks like and how it it's brought, how they bring it to life.
0: Yeah. No, I don't disagree with you at all. Um, but I'm really excited for this show, man. I, I this is my most anticipated show out of all the CW shows this season. Um, mm-hmm. because of how beautiful it looks, like, it, he looks um, when he flies, it doesn't look like one of those 90s shows that you know they don't have the technology, so like you can clearly tell there's like strings on them. Like, it looks Man of Steel level good.
1: Um, even if you compare it to Smallville, like Smallville, he, he didn't really fly a lot in Smallville, but it was really just quick,
0: <laughs> right? But that, really that worked quick. for them because oh, you didn't shit. have to get around the, the visual of how bad it might look if you try to make him fly all the time, right? Right? Um, so this, I, I love it, I love it, I love how it looks in the suit, I love the little uh bots that it looks like he might be fighting in these first two episodes, they uh, like David
2: Doomslayers. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see how he fights. I can't wait to see how it looks when he gets hit. Uh, I'm just really excited for what they can do with this show. I tell you what, I want a comic accurate. Um, what's the God? What's the name of the robot with the kryptonite in his chest? Ah, uh, damn. Metallo. Metallo. Yes. Yes.
1: We already have Metallo, Supergirl.
0: I know. I would like a better one. <laughs> sure any sense i'd like be a better version of that um and i'm really curious about who this black lex luther is from the other yeah one. you know that that's that's looming over me I, I i can't wait to see how that plays out i as well so me and you are very excited for what tuesday brings i'm gonna have to figure out joel how the hell we're gonna pull this off tomorrow the show and the Knicks and superman and lois
1: yeah, it's gonna be a bitch. Uh, I might have to fucking yeah. I don't know. I, I can't do the show then because I got two things I got to try to balance, and I'm have to fucking sacrifice one
0: or yes. the other. I can luckily try to have one on the other. I guess I don't even know. I, I don't know. My hopes are because the next play at seven. Um, by the time the second Superman episode airs, Nick should be done. Um, uh, I film at mm, at eight and nine, right, for Superman and Lois.
1: Film is at Yeah, it's two hours, so it's eight, eight to ten.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. It's gonna be tricky. I might have to try to see if I can push it to to Wednesday. Ten
1: or Wednesday, yeah.
0: Or yeah, I could push it to ten. I mean, we do it at nine thirty, so at ten would be no problem for me.
1: That's yeah, fine with me too.
0: Yeah, all right, well, cool. Then but I think the next should, the
1: next should definitely be done by ten.
0: So we just saw, and we know Superman and Lois will be over exactly at ten.
1: All right, and I can always watch the next like later. The, the, I, I'll say this: I'll watch Superman. I don't have to worry about stressing. <laughs> yeah,
0: tell you that we don't have to worry about Superman getting blown out or blowing a lead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my God, he's gonna die already. <laughs> um, but <laughs> all right, Joel. Uh, this has been our episode of Much to Do About Nothing. Make sure you guys stay tuned for me and Joel on uh, Figure It Out um also i will be on kind of nerdy dudes this week we have geek vibes live and then marvel cinematic review is as this saturday so stay tuned for that but we will see you guys uh next time joel by the way i yeah. might see if me you and trayvon can get together to do a trailer breakdown for cruella and invincible really yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. One of those. word yeah so we're, we're gonna get into that but we'll talk more later But all right, guys, that's been our newest episode of Much Ado About Nothing. We will see you same time, same place next week. Peace. Peace. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of
2: menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91%